Halo, halo, Sacred Icon listeners. We used to do ads for other people, but I decided, why don't we do one for ourselves? Whether you're here listening to us for the first time or you've heard every episode, I'd like to briefly tell you what we're about and how you can support us. We have been doing this podcast since 2019, and with that has come lots of changes. We started as a primarily Halo-only show, but have evolved, combat evolved, over the years to talk about a wide variety of things in the realm of nerd culture. As you can imagine, we've made numerous changes to our platforms, usernames, and emails over the years, so now is the time for me to set things right and give the Covenant back their bomb. You can join our Discord by clicking the link included on our podcast feed. You can also send us an email or a voice message at sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. We have a YouTube channel at youtube.com slash sacredicon, and we no longer use Twitter or X or whatever else the kids are calling it these days. So if you see someone who looks like us there, just know it's not us. Lastly, you can support us on patreon.com slash sacredicon and receive a bevy of bonus content. We're so glad you chose us to be the voice in your ear on this particular day and hope you enjoy the episode ahead. Halo, halo, ladies and gentlemen, Spartans and Spartans. And welcome back to a most sacred Saturday here at the Sacred Icon Podcast. We're McBiggity back with episode 88. Ain't it great? I'm your co-host and Evangeline Lily's number one simp daddy Mac, Joshua Hargis. Join with me as always, my buddy, my pal, my friend, and the one who opted to take the ring to Mordor when everyone else wanted it for themselves, ladies and gentlemen. It's Brian Baggins. Hey guys, are you enjoying the technical? Pre- oh wait, the technical preview was last weekend. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. You know what's crazy, week. Brian? I've been seeing everywhere on Twitter lately that everyone's like, "Is it just me, or is it really hard to go back to MCC after oh my. playing that?" I'm seeing that everywhere now, dude. I'm not gonna lie. Like, okay, I love all you guys. No hate, no hate. I kind of roll my eyes a bit because I'm like, I'm like, I knew when the tech preview was over, people were gonna be like. Oh, it's so hard to move on after playing such a great game. <laughs> and I'm like, the voice. I, I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, guys, are you serious? Like, we li- we're in an industry where there is tens of thousands of games, and we all have backlogs to the sun. And I'm just like, because w- for me, you know what happened? The tech preview is over. I'm like, yeah, there's a part of me that's like, man, I'd like to play some Halo Infinite Day, but I can't. But I was mostly like, okay, time to go to the other 39 million games I have. And there's just people who are just like, Every day of the week, they're like, oh, I miss Infinite so much. Oh, <laughs> I would have been playing Infinite at this time. And it's like, I don't know, guys. It's not that you hard. Get it, but, you get it, but it's like, it's not just, there's more than just Halo. No, yeah, sure. like I went back to playing Zelda. So it's like, I don't, I don't know. But then again, I know we have some people listening who are like, they pretty much just play Halo. And you know, for me and Josh, it's kind of like hard to understand because we're like, there's so many good games. Why just yeah. play Halo? And but, I, it's weird, too, because I'm in this boat of like, man, I, I had like, Everything I got out of it was awesome, but I'm like, I was running to a finite amount of, like, enjoyment just going against the bots itself. Like, I did miss out on the window of getting to play against players. I did hop on that Monday morning, and I got in a couple more matches, but it was just the bots again. It was the the Spartan-level bots. But uh, I was like, okay, I played enough to get a feel for it. I'm like, eh, anymore, and I'm just like... I'm going to burn myself out of it too yeah, quickly. I just against you, bots. I can't remember. Did you say, did you do any PvP matches? No, because uh, that came out that night. I can't remember what I was doing, but I was at doing night, it. Busy for two that hours. Night. Yeah. Did you get to do I, that? I played one match just to say I did. I uh, took a screenshot of my kill, KD, and then and then went to bed just to well, say That's right. Well, you talked about the drop shield using that. You had that tweet. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I guess I because that was after the last episode's podcast, wasn't it? Yeah. So mm-hmm. you guys listened to last week's episode. Um, I mentioned that like, oh, the drop wall doesn't seem like it's really useful. Seems kind of pointless. And then Josh was like, oh, well, maybe uh, once it's in practice against regular players, it'll be different. I'm like, that's a good point, Josh. And then literally that night or so, I go play PvP, and we're in that middle spot where the power weapon spawns on live fire, and it's me and two teammates in the middle where that power weapon spawns. And the entry, both entry points we covered with the drop shield. And oh, players were nice. trying to come in, and we're like shooting them through it, but they can't get us. And it's like a choke point. And I'm like, damn it, Josh was right like 12 hours later. Like 12 <laughs> hours later, you completely nailed it. Well, man, so, how yeah. was it? How did it feel in contrast to the bots? I think it felt way different, dude. Like everybody talks about how great the bots are, and, it, and they do seem very well done. Um, but it's a completely different show when you get people in there. They're just, they're not acting the same, they're doing things differently. Right. Um, but at the same time, I I did very well. Um, I, I I went positive. I was like I think I had like twelve kills. And like yeah, four I think deaths I remember seeing the screenshot. You had something like that. Idea, and yeah. uh, you know another thing that I think you were right about, Josh. And I've I've heard other people talk about it now. I've seen YouTube content about it, and I'm starting to realize I think you're right. I don't think there's any aim assist. I think you're. I think you are. I didn't necessarily think you were wrong before, but I thought to myself, how am I doing so well? If there isn't any, and then Josh was like, well maybe you're just good, Brian. I'm like hell no, I ain't. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I was good. I think I just got lucky. Ryan's better than he gives himself credit for on the show, but guys. I don't know. Maybe it's easier. Maybe the Amos having no Amos just somehow helps like the kind of player I am. I don't know. But I just you know I did really well. I don't think I ever went negative that entire time, which I know most of the time we were fighting bots. Uh, but this might sound no. dumb, but I think I understand some of it because I I was messing around the la- that Monday morning. I messed around with my field of view, and man, at the default, it's like the pistol crosshair is like so big by comparison and then if you turn it you know if you basically have it zoom out to where it's got that like fishbowl effect kind of it's way smaller and i for most people who mess with that stuff i'm sure that's like normal but like that was the first time i ever really noticed that in any game even mcc that lets me toggle that stuff where the the crosshair really changes in in scope and in scale and uh, it was way smaller and i felt way ac- way much more accurate with mm. it and it wasn't well, so much i don't like having um I don't like have being sort of zoomed out like that as much, but man, with the when the crosshair was that small, I was like, "Oh, so what, I'm cold." What's your field gun? of view at? Oh, man, I mine was know. at 120 maxed out from the beginning, and that's where it was like super zoomed out. I always get this yeah. stuff mixed up, so I'm asking. Yeah, okay. yeah I super think it was close. Yeah. I think I put it up there to try it, and then I think I, I took it back down to like 100 yeah. or something. And it always surprises it. me like people's different preferences on field of view because like from, I, well, and <laughs> I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. It, it annoys the heck out of my wife, but. Like, I'm an all-or-nothing type of person, so for me, it's like, play on the default field of view or play on the max. And I hear people all the time saying, like, oh, 105 is the sweet spot for me, or 98 is the sweet spot for me. And I'm like, how do you even, like, my brain <laughs> My brain has a hard time, like, judging that. Because, like, how, what is what is great about 98 that's not 120? I got, well, I, I, I get know. it. I get it. Well, I get you what you're saying, because uh, I know when it comes to look sensitivity, I've always sat between, like, 3, which is usually, like, the default, or mm-hmm. 5. Or no, I I don't know. One or the other, though, is usually like the default, and I, I usually switch between the two. Justin, for example, will play on like 10, and he wants yeah. to do that. So like, for example, if someone drops down behind him, whoo, turns the camera around. For me, I've tried that. I am a worse player for having the higher sensitivity. See, I'm going to be a butt right now. If Justin's listening, he's going to be like, yeah, you're an ass, Brian. But like, I always thought that Justin just turned that up to be showy. I never believe he actually likes playing on that because... When we, we played, one time he was over, this is back when I lived with my parents, he was over and he, 
he I was playing a match and he's like, hey, can I hand me the controller? I'll do. Uh, let me let me we'll switch off. I'm like, okay, sure. And he gets the controller from me and he's like, oh, this sensitivity is awful, man. How do you even play like this? I it's, I can't play. I got I gotta go change it. So he went into my settings and changed it to 10. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 that feels way better. Whoa, yeah. He's like, <laughs> you know, I don't even think it's you telling the story. It's the mocking voice that where Justin would be like, fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, seriously, do you need to be on 10? And he's like, yeah, man, it's the only way to play. Yeah. Well, it's what said it for me was way back. I think it was like people like Walshy and stuff that were that would say like they I think they had it on three. It was three or five. And whatever the default one was, is I was like, OK, I would stick with that. Or then I would switch it to the other one, and for me that was always that always worked. Halo Five at most. I go default worked. every single game and have I don't blame you. Well, it's at three, so you're good. I like I I think I don't think wasn't people Infinite need to go, higher. I thought it was higher or something. It, well, I, that's what I'm saying. Like I think I want to say Infinite was at five. Yeah, I think, and I might have set that at three. I might have stuck with five, but between the two, it's specifically those two numbers. I won't go four. I won't go two. I won't go you know anything yeah. else. So it's weird when it comes to that stuff. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not used to, you know, as con- we're primarily console gamers, so we're not used to messing with settings a lot, and it's kind of anxiety. We're not used to having like, options. Yeah, because it's like, on one hand, it's nice to have options, but on the other hand, you don't want to screw something up to where you, like, are not performing well because you chose a bad setting or something. Um, but, you know, Josh, there's something I wanted to, I, I thought we could talk about what's been, in typical fashion, you know, since the, the technical previews ended and the weeks went by, we, even though the reception to the technical preview at this moment is still largely, largely positive, a huge win for 343, we did start to see much more criticisms coming out over the last week. People talking about what they didn't like. Oh, boy. And uh, I thought oh we could boy. just kind of comment on them and, uh, uh, you know, say how, kind of how we felt about those different Definitely. things. Um, Josh, is anything in particular before I go on come up for you? Uh, well, issues? the thing I've seen that I think you've been right about is most people seem to be on board with you how you feel about sprint i've noticed between the Mm -hmm. the youtube video that we put up at youtube.com slash sacred icon and the twitter and everything like that (laughs) um i think most people seem to be in agreement that they like where it's at where they they like that it's just a little bit faster but not not too much where they feel like it's it changes the flow um i guess i'm in the minority with that but well in your defense i have seen quite a few people say they would like it up to a few percent i know that doesn't that's not really the the point you were entirely making. Like you were more like make it faster. Like no, but you're right. Faster. I did I did say that though. I did say that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I'll be interested to see the the, the biggest takeaway I've had, um, and I, I don't want to get too ahead. Is I feel like I, man, there's a part of me that just feels like I want to. If I could somehow have my voice make it to three four three's ears, I would say don't listen to what anybody is saying because holy shit is the spectrum so broad like there's a couple things 100 percent agree yeah there's there's uh there's a couple things that people seem to be either like in agreement on like there's a general consensus on but there's a lot of things where it's so broad and and it's so diverse in the opinions that i'm like i don't it's scary i don't it's scary because it's like well what if they choose this and then you have this 50 percent that doesn't like it and i mean Again, I know they said we're going to get several tech tests and stuff like that, but oof, I'm just I'm See, still like, like I know they the, the whole point of the technical preview was to get our feedback, and in that sense, we definitely should give them their feedback. But I hope, and you know, you know, three four three is full of professionals. You know, I shouldn't even have to say I hope they know better than I do, but like I hope they approach it with a hope they w- approach it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I hope they I hope they approach it in a way where they're like, this is our game. We're making it the way we want, but we're listening for little tweaks. But we're mainly going to do what we want because I, I'm with Josh. Like I want them put out the game you want to put out. Like if if you're seeing people say uh, the assault rifle is too powerful, and you guys internally already thought that, change it. Like change it. Even though I'm somebody in the camp who's like, I love the assault rifle. Leave it alone. It's not that I want you to listen to me or listen to them. I'm like. Go off of what you and the team thought and, you know, have little kind of like, it's almost like make the decision 95% yourself and let the community affect it like a 5% slant, you know, um, same yeah, goes for sprint and everything else. Maybe before the tech preview, they're like, oh, we're definitely going to put sprint up to 15%. If that's what you thought, if that's what you wanted to do, do it, even though I liked it at nine, you know, just do what you guys want as a team. So when the game comes out, you can say, this is our vision. This is what we went with. Some people, no matter what, people are going to be happy and people are going to be upset. Um, the big, uh, only reason I'm going to really call out uh, Hidden Xperia is because I, I actually took the time to watch the entirety of his latest video where he made some Hell great yeah. points that I couldn't help but agree with so many of them. Um, but the thing is, even watching his video, I'm going, okay, here's 10 things I agree with you, here's 10 things I don't. And I'm like, you know, it's like, okay, I want them to listen. It's easy to be like, I want them to listen to Luke for the things that I agree with him on. But the other things I'm like... Okay, well, don't listen to him on that one. And it's like mm-hmm. that's exactly why Josh is right. Three four three just needs to do what they want and have you know some, but not too much influence from the community. One thing, uh, like for instance, one thing Luke said that I was like, I don't, I don't like, I don't agree with that. Is he he doesn't like the way that the gravity hammer works at all. He doesn't like the way that it's like a build up swing sledgehammer thing. And I'm like, oh okay, I loved that. I I, I like that change. I want it. So, but he said like it needs to go back to the way it was. I'm sure there's plenty of people who agree with him. Maybe he's even right. But it was one of those things where I heard that and I'm like, oh man, like, uh, I hope they don't change it because Luke said that, you know, and and everybody's saying different things. But the thing he said that I had to go leave a comment on the video because I was like, I agree so much. Like he was criticizing this particular thing and it was one of those things where I'm like, okay, we're sacred icon, try to keep it positive. And he kept talking about this thing and I go, you know, he is just so, so right that I have to agree with him. He was talking about two things, which we've already covered, Josh. These are the two things I feel like he was so right about. The the fact okay, so there's no red versus blue anymore. All right. Mm-hmm. I am okay with there being no red versus blue. I understand them wanting to make the cosmetic shine, wanting to use that as a way to make this free to play game be able to generate income. I'm completely okay with that. But something that he said was something you know how sometimes people like you have a thought in your head and you're like, I don't want to i I'm not gonna say it out loud, and then someone else does and you're like Okay, now I can. Um, <laughs> I think it's safe. The entire time I played the technical preview, I had no freaking clue what anyone was wearing at any point. It was a completely null and void uh, uh, idea to remove red versus mm. blue because everyone I fought, even my teammates, I had no clue what they were wearing. For these people that you know in the future are going to have worked for tens of hundreds of hours on their battle passes, spending money to get these cosmetics... If the point is to show them off by not having red versus blue, it's kind of not working. Like you do see them in the intro, you know, the intro where it introduces the team. That's a really good way to show it off. I love that. But once you get in game, it's like you almost might as well have made them red versus blue because if they were all red, I could tell what their armor was. I could tell what the armor they were wearing better than I could with this glowy outline. And the outline, it's weird because the outline does so much to make it harder to tell. Like to me, all the players yeah. look like red. Like if I'm blue team, like blue outline or whatever, the entire epi- enemy team looks like a red outline. None of them look like they have 
different armors or different permutations at all. They look the same. And then uh, Luke went on further to say, which I, I think you mentioned too in our last episode, Josh, and I totally agree. It's hard to tell how much damage you've done on them, how low their shields are. I have yeah, no I idea <clears throat> if they're almost dead or if they're practically full health. No clue. So I think it's actually a major, major issue that you cannot tell what anyone's wearing, wearing, despite how much they worked for it, and you can't tell how much damage you're doing. Those are problems that we've never had in Halo that are now there. I think it's a huge issue. And I was like, as he's saying this, I'm going, man, how do we solve this problem? And then maybe I haven't thought of something here, but then Luke proposed an idea that I thought, that's genius. He goes, keep the outline system, but just for your teammates. And then have the entire opposite team just running around in their own colors and their own cosmetics. That seems like it's worth a try if we're going to have several like, flights. Why, why not give that, that a shot? Because like I'm, he said that, I'm like, okay, why wouldn't that work? Because a couple of things. You know, then you know if they don't have an outline, they're an enemy. Simple, okay? You can see what they're wearing. You can see their cosmetics. That's great. Sure, your own team will have it, but then it kind of you can almost kind of pitch it like an ODST thing where it's like, oh, you know, this is an indicator for your teammates. The outlines, and they could even almost down, they could quit talking about the uh, the whole, um, you know, outline thing as much, and they could kind of play it off more as like a team indicator. Well, that was and another thing I was really wondering, well. too. Was it just me and uh, me not, me being a dum-dum, or like, could you not have like, you know, a 117 above your player, you know? Like, could you not have an emblem? You know what I mean? Like how in well, Halo 2 you have the emblem? Like it. I, or I like a I service tag? settings, but I couldn't Yeah, well, that's I, what I, I thought, too. I swore yeah. there was an option for it there, and I was like, oh, shit, okay, and then I never saw it, and I was like, did I mess something up? Am yeah. I in the wrong with this, yeah. or is it just the game, like, teasing me? I don't but, know. But even more even more so than the than the not being able to see cosmetics, the biggest issue is not, not having feedback on how much damage you've done. That, that's just... That's absolutely critical to the game long term. Like you have to be able to tell that. And no, definitely because you is, have. Go ahead. I'm sorry. See, my guess is I'm, I'm. Yeah, I'm about done. To Josh, I've been rambling no, you're for a fine. while here. No, you're good. You're uh, good. My guess good is the stuff. reason you can't tell is because of the outline. I could be wrong, but I'm guessing if the outline was removed, the the, the proper feedback's probably already there. It's just that outline can just it, it blocks everything. But over. You might you. be right, but like I remember in Halo Five, it like you know, I could throw a grenade down a hallway and not even see the dude, and it would make a noise that let me know. Holy shit, someone's shields are down right now. And what was cool about that, like, I can get why they maybe don't want to go for something as literal as that anymore. But, like, the cool thing about that was, like, in that moment, I'm like, as a player, I'm like, now suddenly it makes me question, do I chase or do I stay? Yeah. You know? And, like, if you don't have that kind of audio feedback or even a visual cue you don't have that push or pull like chaser or stay type thing that kind of makes for exciting moments of like that person coming around the corner, like me going around the corner and finding out, yeah, his shields are down, but his buddies are there to back him up. What a stupid mistake or what a great idea because that completely shifted the odds and the momentum getting that kill because that dude had the rockets on him. You know, I don't know. Like, I think that's a great, a great addition to the point, Josh, is the audio feedback as well. And I, once again, I think you said this in the last episode, Josh, but you were completely right. I think the number one, I think the number one problem in Halo Infinite right now is just feedback in general. The visual feedback, the audio feedback, the the who's your team, who's not. Like, it's just it's like I don't say this to be a dick. I say this to just be honest and objective. As far as visual and audio feedback goes, it kind of seems like it might be the worst Halo's ever been. Actually, that's what I. That's where I'm kind of like at lately. Is I'm like, okay, it feels fun to play. The weapons, maybe they need some tweaking, but still on a fundamental level, they feel fun to use. You know, playing against bots is pretty yep. neat. The maps seem cool. The graphics look great. But I'm like, 
the audio and, and visual like cues that, that we're so used to feel so uh, yeah. lacking. You yeah, know? it feels like they've, they've it's almost like, and obviously it wasn't intentional, but it's almost like they've created a new, it's like they, they had 10 problems, right? And they fixed all 10 problems, but they added a new one. Yeah. And a new problem is the feedback. You a know new what I'm problem like, was born. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels I, like, I, you're I, right. No, you're right. I don't know why they've introduced, introduced this new pro, uh, uh, problem. And then another thing that like, I, I, I'm pretty sure I specifically said on the last episode that I did not agree with this. And in some ways, I still don't agree with it. But in other ways, I'm really coming around to seeing people's points. People are having trouble with that with the UI in general um, because because of where all of it's boxed in the bottom right corner, it's hard to process all that information in the half second you need to just glare at. You know, when you're playing Halo, you just want to glance at it, get your information, and get right back in the. You don't. If that takes more than a second, you failed. You know what I mean? And and I'll be honest, when I was playing. I never knew a grenade was going to come out of my hand because I was just chucking them. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's because it's partly yeah, because of that. It's like, and when I look down there, it's like, okay, I'm looking at, okay, which grenades in my hand? Uh, how much ammo do I have? Uh, which weapon do I have? It's like, there needs to be something probably changed there. Um, it, it, going along with all the, the visual feedback, audio feedback, I think it was, I actually don't remember if it was in Luke's video or somebody else, but the plasma grenades, you can't tell. Really, they don't look much different than a frag. They don't when look you throw it. too much more distinct. Yeah, I yeah, mean, I can like, tell, but like they really don't do enough to be distinct. So it really makes me wonder if, like, because I know this build's a little old, is all of this feedback stuff something that comes near the end of development, or do they really just do they really just make this big of a misstep with the feedback? And once again, to be fair, you know, we're talking about a technical preview that was freaking amazing that we loved we enjoyed this is this this is has everything in it to be a god tier halo i mean my experience was i mean we gave our ratings last week it was like eight or nine out of ten we're, we're hyped like mine's gone down have... now because i thought of stuff like that but i still okay. liked it overall yeah. but yeah but like overall like very happy like 343 is killing it but i i, I think it's important to bring uh points to this the severity of this issue like a lot of this stuff needs to change. Like, make the plasma grenade, make it so you can tell that it's a plasma. Uh, do something with the UI so it's not too much to process while you're in the heat of battle. Uh, do something with the the outlines, whether you you change their opacity, their 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 their, their color. You make it so it's teammates only. Um, the audio, like, let me know what's happening. Like the needler, the needler's badass, but like, there's no super combine sound. It doesn't it doesn't sound. There's just a lot of feedback issues there, and it's just it's just so strange to see them like tackle, like to manage to. Oh, here you go, Josh. Have all these balls in the air, you know, <laughs> and it's like they have more balls in the air than they've ever had, and they caught like, like they're juggling seventy balls, and they caught sixty nine of them. Did not mean to go for a sixty. <laughs> I actually the first thing that came to my mind was sixty nine balls, and I thought that sounded bad, so I changed it to seventy, and now I'm reducing it back, back to sixty nine. <laughs> Ruining it, ruining it. But it's like they had 70 balls in the air and they miraculously caught every single one. And just as the audience was about to clap for, for how amazing this trick was, they dropped the last ball. And that's that's visual and audio feedback. That needs to be fixed. I don't know. Yeah, that's, it's one of those things where I've realized now I never noticed or I never I took that stuff for granted before. Because same. only now do I realize that's something I've always liked about Halo multiplayer. But I never, I never could have plucked uh, out of anything before yeah. and been able to say distinctly that yes this was a, a thing that was so important like i remember in halo 5 distinctly loving 
the grenade or the sound of someone's shields going down from far away as long as it was you who was making contact with them. But like other things such as like being able to visually tell when someone's when an opponent's shields are down and stuff like that. You know, I, I miss that. I'm like, man, I, it makes me really hesitate how I want to play against a player. And that's a problem because yep. it should be I shouldn't be it should be a split second decision. And that's the point of it. Right. Because if you yep. chase, then it's like I should have thought that through more. Or if it's like if I stay, then it's like, oh, then you feel that anxiousness. And that's that's supposed to be the rapid fun of it. But then when I'm sitting there really just like with my thumb up my ass, like, did I even take the shields down? I'm like, yeah, that's, a, that's definitely a problem. See, you know, and I and, will say, yeah. I will say in Justin's first match that we put up on the Patreon at patreon.com slash sacred icon. <laughs> Two plugs, bang, bang. Uh, I will say that Justin mentioned in that clip, I think, at one point, and granted, it was his first match, right? He mentions at one point while he's in the middle of a firefight, he's got the drop shield. He's like, oh, fuck. He's like, I got the, uh, how do I, uh, what's the button? And I was like, right bumper, yeah. and he he drops it. But in that moment, he was so focused on the firefight, and, and granted, it was his first match, but he couldn't tell that it was down there yeah. in the right corner. Because I think it did say distinctly right bumper. But that I could see but that. like in Halo issue. 3, like it's a very, it's very easy to see the visual that you have a bubble shield. Yeah, like it's like, so yeah. easy. It's yeah, a big and, icon. You know, it I just would kind of blends in with the rest right now. Yeah. Now the grenades, it's like I am gonna take the moment to glance at that stuff, but I, I mean, it is small. I think if anything, it's just got to be like sized up a bit, you know. But it would be kind of neat as a workaround if maybe like, let's say, I mean, this could be this. This almost sounds as bad as it sounds good, but I should just say it. It's like it'd be neat if you have the the AI. You know, if you swap over, you press left on the D-pad, and you go to plasma grenade, and you're plasma grenade ready, you know, or something like that, you know, or frag grenade yeah. ready to go, or something, yeah. you know, but something it's like, like that. that might get annoying if you're constantly swapping over frag, plasma, frag, plasma, frag, plasma. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like flag juggling, but for the grenade. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that might get old. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that was actually pretty funny, Josh. I don't, it hit my funny uh, bone there. Thank uh, you. <laughs> but thank no, you. something you said that, once again, Josh, you've been on point here. Back on the Actman episode, you were saying to him, you were saying, like, I wonder what the thing's going to be about Halo Infinite that everyone says months or years after it's released was bad. You know, every Halo game has a thing where in time people go, yeah, that was really bad. That was wrong. I'm saying it right now. Other people have said it. Obviously, Luke himself has said it with a far bigger audience. This is going to be that thing if you don't fix it. This is going to be the thing about Halo Infinite that people are going to say, was a big mistake that other Halos didn't have a problem with that caused a lot of issues. The visual and audio feedback. It has to be a lot better than it is right now for launch. Do you think, do you think personally, if once, let's say, the next tech test come out, uh, when that comes out again uh, and they have, let's say, the emblems above the heads or you see a service tag, do you think that, like, that's even going to matter at that point? Do you feel like, you know what I mean? Like, do you feel like any of will this all be moot? discussion because now we can see we can clearly see service tags of our teammates therefore you know not seeing a service uh, tag or an emblem well, might render that like completely irrelevant maybe the the tags might solve the knowing who's like that's okay that's the thing though i don't really have a problem being able to tell who my enemy is they've done a good job at making me be able to see who my enemy is it's just the problem is the whole point of using the outlines was to be able to see the gear that my enemy was wearing yeah, that's I can't a, see that's it at true. all. I see what so, you're so I'm not really having a problem with that. Um, it's I'm just, looking at it because for me it was like there was still a couple moments here and there where I was like, "Shit, is that an enemy or a teammate?" 
for the most part, I, I know knew, I've heard but some people say that. Occasionally, that still popped up for me, and it could just be that it's new. But That's even all. with, like you said, though, Josh, even with the tags helping differentiate that, we're still missing. We're still having issues with with visual and audio. Well, form. you're right. I, I mean, that's definitely a good point to make, though. Like, I didn't, I didn't really ever pay attention to any of my teammates' armor outside of the intros, and that's honestly, like, that's that's still my biggest issue. The whole, I don't know, man. I, I don't like the I don't like the intro. I just really don't like. I'm not I'm not make or break on it. I don't mind that they're standing there like punching or like anything. It's not even that. Like coming off of Halo Five betas of where they were all too jockey. I'm like this is exactly what you guys need to move away from. I know a lot of people like that, but I cannot get on board with that shit. It was too out of character. I'm like I want to I want to I want my Spartan to be like Chief. You know what I mean? Like. Be stoic. Yeah, they went. They had way. a, you know, in lore, they had a completely different lifestyle. You know? Yeah, I couldn't. I just personally couldn't get behind that, guys. I'm sorry. I think it's fair me. to have that opinion. But, I really do like the intros right well, now. On what it, I'm but. okay. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I get why most people do. It's all it is for me is that like, okay, guys, let's, let's take our minds back for a moment. Remember in the beginning of a Halo Five match, and it would be like Slayer, and then suddenly the map. The cameras would switch, and and you'd see maybe the rocket launcher outside of Empire. You'd see like That's not camo there. down below. You don't have that kind of stuff anymore, and I don't think it needs to be there because I think that was the only one that did that kind of thing. But like all it literally is, and I, I granted it again, it's a tech test. But all it literally was was like you get in there, whoosh, 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 your your guys is doing fisticuffs and stuff, and it just shows each person's gamer tech, and then whoosh, zooms in, and the match starts. I didn't feel like. It didn't. The game didn't do anything to get me excited about the match itself. You know what I mean? I didn't. In Halo Fives, it almost it almost felt like you know in Tron Legacy when the guys out there we have a user and you got the announcer getting everyone pumped. Mm. That's kind of what I felt like from Halo Five, and I don't mean literally. Like it's not like you had some announcer saying a bunch of shit, but like just having those precious seconds of like showing off the map a bit gave me a good idea of like what I wanted to do. Like remember on Plaza Brian, I'd be like, okay, let's push over shield. I'd always say that every time. Well you know here's my counterpoint, Josh. Now nothing you said is wrong. It's just, you know, just have different opinions. I do feel hyped up by the intros we have now. And the thing to counter your point, the whole the whole thing with showing the map and where the power weapons are at, the reason they removed that is because it's now moot because the the game has in during gameplay it alerts you to where the power weapons are and when they're spawning. Like that's a new thing they've added, so it kind of made that moot. So no, you're definitely you know. right. I don't, and I don't necessarily mean that I want it to be just like that. I just want something like a little bit more before it. Like so, it, if, yeah, if you don't feel me, hyped up, you don't feel hyped up. Yeah, it's it just, just. I just, feel like it's just all it is. It's literally nothing to do with the presentation per se in terms of like what they're doing, the zoom in with the helmet. I think all that's cool, but like I just don't. I need a little bit more time to like get get in the right headspace because I feel like it almost starts too fast. And it kind of, it's a little immersion breaking for me is all it is. But granted, I say that and look at Halo 2 back in the day, guys. It was like, boop, boop, boop. And the match starts and it's like, Slayer. And then it's just coagulation and you're out there <laughs> by yourself. Your shoulder sank like, it was like a wet yeah. heart or something. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, maybe I'm expecting too much from that. But I just, I didn't think about that beforehand. And I'm just realizing that now. I, I miss the Halo 5 style, but I get why. Like you said, that's a great point, Brian. Uh, yeah. When you got, when, I, I love the way that Josh. Was, I love that you're such a huge Halo Five multiplayer fan. I know I am too, but like I, in my mind, like I've never met anybody who loves Halo Five multiplayer more than Josh. I feel like no matter how great Infinite is, maybe even if Josh likes Infinite's multiplayer more down the line, I feel like he's going to be like Halo Five multiplayer is always going to have this special well, place in my heart. I say this already, already those maps are way better than anything outside of maybe Truth and Empire. 
Yeah. And you know what? I, I, well, Coliseum. Because they're not based around Sprint anymore. I loved, now not necessarily the aesthetic, but I loved the layout of Coliseum. It's one of my favorite, like top five favorite Halo multiplayer maps of all time, hands down. I loved the symmetricality of it. it was so good. Rockets on the left, snipe on the right if you spawn in that one in red base or whatever. Oh, and then in the middle, you'd have like shotgun or whatever they change it to. Oh, so good. DMR's up top and like blue and red sneaky. Oh, I love it. Man, I yeah. miss it. But you know what? That's another thing, too, is I think. Uh, I, I think like we you, you kind of mentioned earlier going back to this stuff it's like what is going to be the legacy of of Halo Infinite's multiplayer what's going to be the thing that sticks out as a huge plus that people like never want to lose what's going to be the thing that people like like man this was a huge misstep I really hope it's not what you know it's just the the, the feedback the visual audio feedback I hope it's not that because it's like you would think that I mean, especially a being a tech be. test, and they're very clear. It's a technical preview. It's not a uh, a beta. Not even yeah. same flight. It's not a stress test. I'm hoping that that really falls into that category of meaning. Like this stuff is still a work in progress. Not yeah. like this is actually more promotional hype. Even though I know it's not, but I'm like I'm hoping it's not smoke and mirrors. You know? Yeah, I know. I know it's just my opinion, but I feel like I feel like of all things, if if everything in this build went to launch exactly as is but one thing could change it just needs to be the visual audio feedback you know the, the weapon stayed the same if, if every all of that stuff stayed the same the maps you know the modes but they just fixed the visual audio feedback i think we'd be in a great position still you know what i mean yeah well here's something uh, i wanted jo- to ask you about oh go, go ahead, ahead. Okay, i was gonna well, say do you, i say mikey cosplay is coming in right now are you prepared oh shit no i'm not let's hear it let's hear what he's got to say He looks like he's a little bit busy right now with that fucking Ouija. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be around him right now. He's going to be pissed. Oh, my goodness, man. I I hope they're all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, since they're not available to really answer anything right now, Brian, I've seen a lot of discussion on the assault rifle of late. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I like it as it is. I think it's perfect. You know, that's where I'm at. Yeah. Well, and that was everything I've seen, Brian, is now making me realize, like, man, maybe I'm being way too nitpicky. You know, like everything's falling under a microscope, and I'm being too, you know. And it's like, are there things right now in Halo Five that I would still want tweaked and changed? Yeah. Are there things in Halo Two, combat of all, in any Halo game that I would still say today needs to be adjusted, buffed, nerfed, whatever? Yeah, I would. It's like. 
maybe I shouldn't put all my eggs in a basket and make be make or break with some of this stuff. Not that I've I mean, necessarily felt that way, but I know there's a lot of people out. There. Hopefully that's you know that's why three four threes are professionals. You know, like they're they're going to be able to take this feedback and sift through what's like really really needs to be addressed and what doesn't. And that's why you said earlier, like I hope they just make the game the way they want it to be because if they listen to all of us, man, like. If they tried to please everybody, this the the next the ne- when the game launched, it wouldn't resemble what we played at all. I mean, there's so yeah. many different opinions out there. Well, the so. thing I always that kind of bums me out with these games nowadays is that I mean, and it happened even as far back as Halo Two is that throughout the the lifeline of of these games is multiplayer. It's like the 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 weapons always get buffed and debuffed up and down. You know what I mean? Like remember the SMG from Halo Five and how amazing it felt in the beta at launch. And then, like, now it's not even worth picking up really as much. You don't feel powerful yeah. with it. But it felt like that felt like the SMG I always wanted in Halo 2. But, yeah, you know, and that stuff got changed. And I was like, man. And they never yeah, really the brought it back up. Yeah, the SMG was badass in the Halo 5's beta. Like, holy shit. And then it, you get it in, in, you know, Halo 5 proper. And it's like, eh, it's not horrible, but it's not really the same. Yeah. And now, like, the battle rifle in Halo 5 compared to the pistol, way inferior. Pistol was way better to use, you know? And it's I, like, I so, didn't even, honestly. I can now say it for sure uh, after playing Infinite 2. I, I objectively, I, I don't like the battle rifle in Halo 5. Like, I don't think I, I don't like its design. I don't like the way it plays. Nothing I'm with about you. It. I never, I, I never felt like I had an advantage. Now in, in Infinite, oh yeah, dude, I felt yeah, yeah, amazing. Sure. I felt super amazing. The last thing I was going to ask you about with this though, um, that whole fruit shit that's been going around on twitter oh, geez, dude. i know i feel I, like we, I, I had to talk about it had well i purposely you know hadn't really talked about it all on twitter because i'm like it's so stupid i don't want to even give it credibility it but here we are so let's talk about it um in a yeah, perfect world let's hear you in first. a perfect world every game ever has endless resources endless time and endless people to make sure every minute thing does everything it does in real life mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it who who gives a shit that like a freaking apple explodes and, and then it disappears when you shoot it, as opposed to other games where the apple would actually slice into pieces and the seeds would fall out. Like it doesn't matter at all. Um, it's one of those things, dude, where I've noticed like Twitter has such a way of making things gain. I mean, that's the whole thing about the platform, right? It makes things gain traction that are popular. So one person starts this comment about the fruit and it gets picked up and it gets retweeted and it gets picked up and new things get said and it gets spread and it gets spread and it gets spread. Before you know it, it's this giant thing. Sometimes even major publications will make an article based on it just because Twitter has rolled with it. Yeah. And the thing is, if, if, there, if it's a room full of logical people, it never would have got that far because it's just a, it's just a ridiculous thing. You know what I mean? Like the, the visual audio feedback we're talking about in Halo Infinite, that is crucial to the game's longevity, its playability, everything. The fruit, honestly, think about this. If the fruit wasn't even in the map, in the map, like if they had not put fruit in Bazaar, we wouldn't have this conversation. And the thing is, we wouldn't know we were missing anything because we would because we wouldn't think, why is there no fruit in Bazaar? That would actually be the new video that you would see really taking off. Like now. they they took off they took out the fruit. Like yeah, yeah that'll be like you see like the 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 uh, th- thumbnail on YouTube. Like no fruit in Bazaar after patch three point two. I got a weird take on it, man. My I feel like the. the I'm really annoyed at seeing the Halo fans get so defensive about it. Like, I get it. Like, I, okay. Oh, that's, to be, to, no, I agree with this too. To be yeah. clear, to be clear, like, I don't, I don't need that shit. Like, the, the the way it is is fine. Like, I don't need it to look like Call of Duty. And plus, that's 
If I wanted it to, I would go fucking play Call of Duty or whatever other game that does that, right? I don't need it to. I want to be a super soldier in space and have a store that's Give set up Halo's gameplay for good fruit. And the fact that Umbrella by Rihanna can take place in the same canonical timeline as, you know, in, as Master Chief going on these adventures, even though that's way back in the past now, is amazing to me. So I want to be in this unrealistic, futuristic setting, guys, and just revel in it. I don't need... The, the pineapple to, to split in chunks very accurately, like it's got some fucking euphoria engine or something in it. <laughs> but like, on the other hand, I, I saw so many comments where Halo fans were like, oh, you know, anyone will try to stop a, you know, anyone, anyone from PlayStation will try to stop Xbox from having a good time. It's like, maybe that's some of it. The flames. Yeah, I know, but it's like maybe that's some Not of it. Not you, them. Oh, okay. Thanks. Well, thank you. Because <laughs> I'm sure if any of you guys said that, I'm sorry. I'm not tr- directly trying to insult you and your opinions with that. If anything, I think it's good to have that out there, too. It's just I'm seeing such an overwhelming amount of that. But I, it's like I feel like that's just creating more hysteria and discussion with it because it's like I don't even know if it's really about that. I, I think I it's just a comparison hate, video. I hate the fanboy stuff. I don't I don't get like the console war stuff is so stupid that the breath that I just wasted mentioning it, I, I regret because it's just it's just so dumb. It's so I, this is how I am. Regret. This is how I am. Like you guys know, we both love Xbox and PlayStation. Look at this. Josh and I have We're an so Xbox. <laughs> Josh and I have an Xbox lean because we grew up with it more. We played Halo and Gears of War stuff on it, so we like Xbox a little more. But we don't think it's like objectively better or anything. And when I am on the Twitter, when I'm when I'm on Sacred Icons Twitter, and I see somebody who like a Halo fan that's following us or whatever, and they make some comment about how. You know, PS5 is trash, and it's becoming pretty soon everyone's going to see that this this system was broken on a fundamental level. I want to go on there with the Sacred Icon account to this Halo fan and be like, you know what? Xbox is ass. That's what I want to say. <laughs> I want to go in there yeah. and just disrupt the party. I want to be like, yeah, Xbox sucks balls, bro. It just, just gets quiet, and you hear just yeah, a fart. Just to piss him off, because that's how little I care about Xbox being superior to PlayStation. That's how little yeah. I care about superiority. Like, if PlayStation smoked Xbox this generation and had better games and sold more and did better, I would say congratulations. I'm happy for you, and I support you. If Xbox blows PlayStation on the world, I mean, who gives a shit? I'm going to buy both. I'm going to play Yeah, we both. just like playing video games, you know? It's like it, it doesn't really matter. So the console. Like, like if someone And I know, I know, guys, some of you guys are probably like, shut up, shut up. But you know what? If if they said, "Hey, we're gonna let Halo be on the PlayStation," Brian and I would both be like, me. "Hey, more more people to play it, go for it." But I know you guys are out there like, "Don't ever say that again. Don't ever say it." Again. But it's, but it's just, I know it's it's accessibility. We just we like playing games. I know exclusives are important, but at the same time, I kind of don't care about it at my age. Uh, but overall, though, man, I just I I thought it was just so silly to see so many people get like fanning or not fanning the flames. They were just kind of. Kind of stroking them basically because like trying to yeah. trying to get it going more, and I was like, the best way to see these things die out is to completely ignore them. I think it was like Colin Firth yeah. and fucking Kingsman said something like, and I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, the best way to respond to an insult is to uh, not even acknowledge its existence. And I just it's thought absolutely. that was so I mean, profound. You know, that's it's, exactly that's it's exactly hard, but it's like I don't. I saw that video. I didn't say anything about it because you know what? I just thought this is this is irrelevant. And one part of me, don't get me wrong, one part of me instantly saw it and I was like, why can't Halo be like that? But immediately I thought about it and I thought, 
I don't give yeah. a damn well, about I mean, shooting. If you can choose, I mean, I guess at you least I can shoot predicts. it and it flies. You know, like that's good enough. I think in Halo Two you could shoot the damn pineapples, but I don't think they would explode. I think they I didn't just know there was pineapples in Halo. Or maybe not pineapples. Maybe it was coconuts, but I can't remember now. What a dumb conversation. Anyway, yeah, it's just it's just. <laughs> you know, silly. I know. It's I know this sounds mean, but I, I I genuinely believe if you're somebody that constantly spends time console warring, fanboying. You either have a lack of intelligence or you are immature. It's one of the two. It's, it doesn't have to be both, but it's either it's one it's either immaturity and you need to you need to wise up, or you just lack of intelligence because it, it just it's not beneficial to anyone. And I agree with Brian, and, and we say that as people who used to be like fanboys. Oh yeah, we used to have. So for those. me, in my case, it was immaturity. Like because I used to when I was I'd be, in, I'd be in high school and I'd be like you know. Yeah, PlayStation sucks compared to Xbox. Their online service is weak, and no game is as good as Halo. Yeah, I was there, but I grew up. You know? It's same, like, it's same before you even played Halo, right? Like, you were on 64, and yeah. you just thought, 64? Was was, yeah, I was on the Nintendo, Nintendo and I thought, yeah. ugh, Halo sucks. Ugh. It's only, people only like it because Bill Gates. Like, <laughs> well, but Josh, you know what? There's so much negativity right now. Let's go ahead, and, and let's come down, and let's hear from the Shipleys. Hell yeah. Waking up Saturday morning. Oh man, dude! Now, now I'm back and I'm feeling serene after watching a good episode of The Shipleys. You know, that's just so calming. I just been watched the binge watched the entire season, dude. That was so good, man. When season's going to be out, guys? Season? Oh, dude, definitely, definitely. I, I've been hearing rumors about it. But I don't oh, know. Josh, I thought you were going to say like, oh, they were just greenlit for teens, ten, teen seasons. <laughs> we can't speak. <laughs> yeah, we're um, bumbling and bumbling because we just Josh, enjoyed that finale. That cliffhanger was so good. Oh, it was great. Oh, it was great. God, the way dude. that when that, Bill Spencer that, showed up, bare ass <laughs> cheeks to right to the front door. I couldn't believe it. I could not uh, believe that. Oh, uh, that's what what show are you watching? Because the final episode for me, Kirsty was hanging from a cliff, and, well, they, and Jordan came and saved her with his giant muscles. Jordan, <laughs> Jordan, up the Jordan opened up the door after hearing it. The, the doorbell ring and it was Phil Spencer there in a master sheep gear but then you just see his bare ass cheeks and he just said gaming and then it just ended I was like what the fuck (laughs) so it's like like it's a 10 episode season but only the last episode's like rated for adult audiences only because of Phil's cheeks that's great nothing wrong with some some mashed potato butt cheeks nothing wrong Uh, with that (laughs) <laughs> Josh, tell us about tell us about your time with Halo One and Halo Two. You've been playing. Uh, well, overall, uh, to go back, even though we just uh, spent all this time watching me and Josh Shipley's. can't control ourselves. Uh, and just talk too much. <laughs> uh, overall, I thought the tech test was still a lot of fun. One week later, it's cool to see the enthusiasm and hype out there, the discussion going on. I think that's pretty damn awesome. Um, it's still crazy to think that we played a new Halo game, even though that kind of doesn't yeah. like, it doesn't count to me, but like it does. Crazy. Uh, yeah, so I recently played through, guys, before all this happened. Combat Evolved on Legendary and Halo 2. story behind this was that way back in the day, I would go over to Brian's. And, you know, Brian to me just always, the way Brian did things, it just, he made it seem so cool. You know, because around my age, you know, it was like this stuff wasn't cool or it was stupid or stuff like that. Well, I was still completely confident in the fact of I enjoy doing this stuff, but I'd go over to see Brian, right? And Brian would sit there and he would have this game on pause and his room's like dimly lit. He's got the gray carpet, you know, and everything and all these games and the music's going on. And I'm just like, 
what a cool I want to live here in this room you know it was just he made it seem so cool and uh I remember telling him sometimes uh we would catch up and stuff and I said what'd you do you know the other day and he told me dude I just replayed through Halo or I replayed through Gears or whatever and I, I remember telling him one time I was like man you make you seem like you make such good use of your days off and he's like I just do what I want to do man and I remember thinking I'm like I'm someone who's so indecisive and I get those moods those mood swings of like what am I doing with my life or like those other ones where I'm like I should be doing this or the other part of me that's like Taco Bell is only open one more hour if you go out now you can get yourself a Baja Blast three soft shell taco you know and all this stuff and I'm, and I'm like okay and then I gotta shower and get ready just to go through drive through so I'm weird like that but I never really took the time to try to get in Brian's headspace and just do it the way he did it. But he always made it sound cool. So, you know, doing the podcast and everything, talking to you guys, talking to Brian, I'm like, man, I really haven't played these ever on Legendary for too long. I was like, I'm going to do it. So I booted up Combat Evolved and started chipping away at it. And there were a couple nights where it was all I did. And I got to say, in probably at least five years, that was the first time in a handful of years that I ever experienced like so much time passing by playing a game that I would see the sun come up and I would be like, holy shit, what time is it? And I haven't had that in so long. And I was having a blast. Like I remember playing through the library and I was like, I said this on one of the recent Patreon blogs at patreon.com slash sacred icon. Love you guys. And I was like, man, I'm getting my ass beat. This isn't fun. I'm like, I don't want to go through this entire fucking level on legendary getting my ass handed to me. So I was like, bam, I'm going to play some music. I never do it. That's heresy to me, guys, to play music while I'm playing a yeah. game. Because I play. if I'm going to spend time playing a game, I want to immerse myself in its atmosphere, what it's trying to give me. Especially when you Wait got Marty you play Dark Souls, you need Sugar Ray to get you through a boss battle. Yeah, Brian, is that what you played <laughs> in that one? <laughs> no, actually, what's I played metal music, but I wanted to choose something happier for you, so I chose Sugar Ray for you. <laughs> Sugar Ray? <laughs> Fly by Sugar Ray? I could see myself being into that. Uh, or getting so pissed, I'm like, fuck Sugar Ray, I'll never listen to Sugar Ray again. <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, Dark Souls uh, ruined Sugar Ray. Yeah. That'd, be good, that'd be a good YouTube. That'd title. be a good YouTube video. Yeah, and it's got that like no, like maybe the podcast photo. title. Yeah, yeah, dude. Sugar Ray ruined Dark Souls for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love doing this. Uh, yeah, so so I get on a, I get to a point where I'm like, I'm just gonna put on. <laughs> Look at Brian over there. He's cracking. <laughs> I can't believe how stupid that. Is. Because I'm just picturing Sugar Ray going like, and when you go, 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 never ends. <laughs> and I'm so mad. <laughs> so stupid. And Josh is just like, ah, just give me this freaking game. <laughs> All right, Josh, I need to cool it. Go back to it. No, dude, that I love it. Me. Let the tears fly. Those are happy <laughs> tears. Uh, yeah. So came a moment where I put some music on and this one song hit. And suddenly I just like went into the zone with my shotgun and I just was like, Going in one of those little parts of the library where it would like be a funnel, you know, a little like uh, corridor kind of aspect. And wow, was it amazing. I was throwing grenades, firing my shotgun, and they were flying at me. It felt so satisfying. And I was like, man, I haven't, I, I just couldn't remember the last time I had that much fun playing Halo campaign, guys. And I know that sounds crazy, but being more on the multiplayer side, I'm like, I was, I'd, I didn't know I was looking for this, but I've been looking for it for so yeah. long. And it just clicked. And I was like, you know what? I'm at a point in my life where I, I'm, I'm still struggling with it, but I'm, I'm playing games more on normal because it's like even though I want to play on something like you know more like heroic or hard or legendary, whatever you want to use a, whatever word you want to use for that those levels, 
I would want to play on those, but like being older, I'm like, I don't have as much time. I got to choose and how I do that. And I just want the power trip or I just want that kind of that quick experience. And then if I love it enough, then I will replay through it and I will invest more time and be more thorough. But I've never really given Halo the chance with that outside of like some stuff with Halo 2 in my offline days. So I did it with Combat Evolved. I made it through and was talking to Brian a bit about it. And that was the crazy thing, guys. It was a cool problem to have. But we just I was like, man, I could talk a whole episode about my experience with this. And Brian was totally up for it. But things started popping off. Hey, there's going to be a tech test coming out. And it was just crazy stuff to be happening. Well, then I went into Halo 2s and moved on. And now that was the interesting thing was I thought Halo 2 was going to be tough. I remember Cairo Station being like the hardest level. I was like, if you can get past that, then... All you got to do is get past the jackal snipers. Then there's like there's a couple checkpoints. Then it's like then you got to get past killing uh, the prophet. Then you got to get past you know uh, that one. I, I can't remember if it's uprising where you literally spawn and you're getting shot at. You know as chief. You yeah. know and all yeah. yeah. And I'm no, like, it's uh, grave mind. I think grave mind. Grave mind. You're right. You got it. so yep. thank you. Um, so yeah, I'm like there's all these different like points where I'm like all I got to do is make it past this. But Cairo Station was the one. I knew Cobb mode my way through it, and I gotta say. That wasn't hard for me to get through. Like, it's because we're older, I think. I think it is. I literally think that's exactly... I think you're 100% right. When I got the quarantine zone, I was like smug, mad, Will Ferrell face. Like, I was like... A couple times where I was like, I just had to walk away. I was like, fuck Halo. Fuck this game. I was so mad the way I would die because I would kill like an entire room. And then you'd have one of those one of those floods that have their head tilted to the side and they would just stare at me with a rocket and I would see it last minute and he would shoot it right at me and I'd die. And I was like, middle fingers, fuck you, dude. I was so (laughs) mad at that dude. I just, I would spend like 20 minutes killing these dudes. I know. And then you have those big giant sentinels with the shields in front and I would, I know dude, like there'd be times on quarantine zone where it'd be like, okay, I've cleared everyone out. I can run forward now. And it turns out there was some random ass flood stuck on a geometry that came out and whipped me once and I'm dead 20 minutes back. Yeah. (laughs) The checkpoint system in that, I thought Halo 1s was bad at a couple points, but when I played Halo 2, I remembered why people had so many issues with this. I will say, like, again, it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be, but it made me, I felt so rewarded getting that achievement. My favorite achievement, my the one that makes me feel the most proud out of my entire Xbox history, guys, is the Seriously achievement from Gears of War 1 for getting, I think, 10,000 kills in multiplayer. I felt so satisfied with that. I also got an extra gamer picture of Marcus Phoenix. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. My second Back favorite gamer picks made you feel like it was a big deal. Yeah, because it's like not everybody gets this. If you see it, you know, you know. But my second favorite is getting that Halo 2 legendary achievement. I felt so proud because I felt like right. I came full circle to stuff I did as a kid. It wasn't like necessarily emotional, but it was just amazing. So final thoughts on that, though, is it was it was a lot of fun. It made me realize uh, outside of the actual narrative, I don't like Halo's Halo 2's campaign at all. Like I just I Really? It, the anniversary graphics are fantastic. I'm nostalgic for the original. I love how the Marines look in the original so much. Um, again, the narrative's really really good. I understand it so much more now. Um, but it's just coming off Halo Combat Evolved. The reason I did love it as a kid was because it it had this illusion of being open world at times, even though it wasn't. And I'm thinking of Silent Cartographer, the Halo level, things like that. And later yeah. on with some of the other, the later ones, like, uh, well, two betrayals even to an extent. But um, I just loved the openness of that. You know, I loved I loved yeah. how that felt. And in Halo 2, you just don't really get that. And it's just more corridor shooters. And I, I realized as a person, I don't really like corridor shooters. Now, I played 
uh, Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal, and I like those. And those are a little bit more similar, obviously different in their own ways, but still kind of more of the corridor compared to openness. But um, I just I realized that's that's why. Like from a gameplay point, like I love how the guns feel. I yeah. love shooting the shooting the Covenant and messing around with the flood. But it's just it's just the navigational, well, I guess. Uh, yeah, it's that it's, doesn't uh, do it for me. It's super interesting how like so like Halo Two is my favorite. Halo, it's my favorite game of all time, period. And my mm-hmm. favorite Halo campaign is also Halo 2. And it's weird how, despite that being my favorite one to play, I can I can attest, I can admit, you know, like there's so many levels that aren't really that good in the game. Most of them are the Arbiter, but there's even a, there might even be, I think, one chief one that I'm not a huge fan of. But mm-hmm. it's like between like the Flood and the Dark Levels, and the weird, like, like quarantine zone and sacred icon. I, which, oh, that you know, sacred icon! What is the worst? It's not. It's, it's not even. Worst, right? It's not even a great it's mission, so and we're named bad. after it. I hated it. That was <laughs> so miserable. I was like, I can't believe the one. Have that you ever interacted with pistons more than than in a sacred oh. icon mission? Oh my I just, god! Just pistons everywhere. I was. I, at that point, I was like, I don't know what my face is game. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's so, it's rough, man. I, I don't know. It's but Brian. Yeah. Last thing I'll say on this, uh, you're right, dude. I thought about this a lot. Brian said before, guys, uh, that if you kind of just take the last like two levels, I think it was, and swap them around, that it's like I really want to make a YouTube video about that. Yeah, yeah, well, we won't we won't say as much here. Then we'll save it for the YouTube. But I will say, I think you were right a bit about that. Like in some ways, I still really like it where it's at because you have the whole like finishing this fight and then the music plays. But there's still that weird moment. It's still weird. I think I think the way you suggested. Uh, could be pretty cool, but overall, overall, I thought that was a really fun time. I had a really good time with it. I'm currently into Halo Three, but I'm also in a weird state of like I want to take a little bit of a break since that's so yeah. time. I mean, consuming. hey, playing through Halo One and Halo so Two and Legendary—that's a time investment. Yeah, well, I, I, I want to. What I want to do right now is I want to go through in chronological release order and just beat all of them on Legendary, then jump straight over to Halo Wars Two because I still haven't played that. Yeah, and I really want to get that before Infinite. So I'd like yeah, I'm to. I'm excited to do an episode to talk about Josh's impressions of Halo Wars Two, which I'm yeah. guessing is going to be much closer to Infinite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. The other thing I wanted to talk about is Brian doing the YouTube for Sacred Icon, putting out. Yeah, a lot guys, of great I'm actually going to get. I'm actually going to get uh, pretty in depth with. I'm going to be very transparent about my experience with YouTube and probably give you more information than uh, I would. I'm so kind of surprised how much I'd give you, just kind of to <laughs> to talk talk through it and discuss my, my feelings on it. But before like, then, huh. we, Go ahead. we want to introduce, coming into the auditorium, it's Dustorm. Oh, shit! Man, Josh, what an entrance! Uh, he I, looks whew. he looks pretty busy right now. He's got a lot of fans. Wow, he's got holy shit, thirteen thousand fans for uh, Potacular. Yeah, up to him. Man, I would have liked to have wearing, him like say he's got the NFL trophy busy. with the, the the football. You know, <laughs> that's that's what it is, right? In, in NFL football, more or less. Sorry, yeah. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're good. You're good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that was, uh, that was great. So busy uh, though. But Josh, actually, actually, before before I get into that, man, I, I think I just uh, I just stepped on some glass. Oh, oh shit.
Okay, I'm just kidding, guys. I didn't step on any glass. That was actually our buddy Glass. He's a patron. Hope I you guys did, like though. these shout-outs. I did, though. <laughs> and you know what? Every little one of them's got a little slip, and it's got a little compliment in there. It says, keep going, guys. Doing great. I oh, appreciate that. Appreciate yeah, that thanks so much, much man. Uh, going to so YouTube, guys. So let me – okay, I'm going to give you I, – I hope that you guys enjoy this stuff. I think it would be enjoyable. I know when I listen to the, pod, I, the podcast I listen to all the time, they're not Halo content creators – but they talk about their experience starting up with content creation. I always found that stuff fascinating. So, yeah. you know, I feel like most times when people talk about content creation, the first thing that comes to their mind is YouTube. You know, I even had a guy one time, I said, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a Halo content creator. And he goes, yeah, what's your YouTube? I didn't even have one at the time. Like, he just assumed that, you know, YouTube was a thing. Um, but so for us, you know, we started with the podcast and, you know, we have the social media, you know, Twitter stuff, uh, Discord. So we've pretty much mostly been podcast twitter discord has been our thing and, and we've you know we've gained a lot of traction through that you know I, I would say in the halo community people don't see us as anything less as content creators actually it sounds full of myself to say this but i, I think we're seen as a pretty decent sized uh, halo content creator actually and we never had a youtube account um but it's something that i've wanted to start pursuing and i'm just kind of learning the lessons of youtube and, and how it's different and it's kind of crazy uh, how we've got where we are and the struggles of that. Um, yeah, to be clear, I don't know guys, any- before Brian goes further, like I will, there's some there's some stuff I'll do with him and whatnot, but like all the editing and stuff like that, that is 100% Brian. Like when you guys see that type of shit, all that magic, all that beauty, especially match with the music, that is 100% Brian. Like he deserves oh, all the compliment. King that. Josh has to come in there and say that, but he it is obviously his voice is in the video, so he's yeah. he's a part of it. He's just yeah, I'm I'm you know I'm the one editing it and stuff like that, but. Um, and that's some of you guys of will probably remember, I don't know if all, if all of you will, but uh, we tried doing YouTube for a couple months right after the 2020 E3 reveal for Halo Infinite. And it was a couple things. You know, one, it I didn't really enjoy it that much. And it, I, I didn't feel passionate about it the way I did the podcast. And Why's also, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was, man. I think it was just, you know, the, the so much of making a YouTube video is being by yourself and spending time... You know, when, when we do the podcast, it's me and Josh talking like we would on the phone. Obviously, there's more work because we have prep and we have editing and stuff like that. But for long, you know, the whole hour and a half, two hours of the podcast, it's us talking. That's enjoyable. Well, there's so much seclusion and, and boringness to making a YouTube video. So in 2020, we did it. And I also, I got so fatigued with it that I was, I started just putting out YouTube videos where it'd be like a 10-minute YouTube video and it'd have three clips and each clip would be three and a half minutes long. And you guys know when you watch a YouTube video, if the YouTube video is not constantly engaging, it's showing you footage that's relevant to what you're talking about, it's it's cutting, it's boring. So, you know, it was just it was just diminishing returns when I, I did it briefly in 2020. And what we ended up doing is me and Josh were getting fatigued and we said, okay, let's just, we're going to stop doing YouTube, we're going to dial it back into the podcast, and let's, we move forward. <laughs> like almost like a soft reboot. <laughs> almost, yeah. you know. So we just kind of, yeah. uh, you know, left the YouTube behind and, and went forward. Well, then, you know, as time went on and we get into 2021... And people, people always asking for YouTube content and stuff. And I thought, you know, I actually, I think at, at my core, I want to do some YouTube stuff. Let me give this a second shot. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to actually put a lot of effort into it this time. So we started the YouTube back up. Mr. All or Nothing over there. What's that? Mr. All or Nothing over yeah, there. Yeah, All or Nothing, yeah. So to your credit, to your credit. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like last, when I started it in 2020, I thought, I don't really want to give, I want this to be a little thing I do on the side I don't give much time to. But the thing is, you can't make it anywhere on YouTube if you're half-assing it. You just can't. So I was like, I want a whole ass it. Better not half-ass so, these nuts, Brian. Oh, damn. That's disgusting. Ooh, that's <laughs> nasty. 
Yeah, let's move Got on to that em. one. Damn. <laughs> um, there it is. Guys. I love you, man. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. No. Um, so this year I was like, okay, I'm going to actually approach this, putting in my full time on this. I'm going to really go for it. Mm-hmm. And we, we launch it with a video, get a bunch of people retweeting, subscribing, and everything. So just based off of who we are alone, we got about 300 subscribers on YouTube just announcing it, just putting out one video. That was great. Well, then, you know, I'm putting out videos. I'm spending five, six, seven, eight hours a day and putting out videos, just gaining a subscriber here and there. So, you know, a couple, you know, a week or two in, I'm like, we're just over 300 subscribers. I'm like, man, I wanted to move a little quicker than this, you know? So I'm like, okay, Josh, we have been doing Sacred Icon for uh, two years almost, or a year and a half, and we've never done a giveaway. Let's do a giveaway and capitalize on it and make it to get subscribers on YouTube. So we Hell did yeah. the statue giveaway. I don't know if you, yeah. you know, some of you guys saw it, where we gave away that statue of Master Chief with the sword and the grapple shot, it's an expensive statue from Best Buy. And we did a giveaway where you have to sub to our YouTube to, to get it, to be entered, to get it. And uh, it blew up. It got like, I don't know, 2,000 likes and tons of retweets and everything. And we go, we went, we literally said, we will give the statue away when we hit 1,000 subscribers. So we went from 300 subscribers to 1,000 in, I don't know, it was like Giveaways five days. work, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, in five days. So, so we're at 1,000 subscribers then. Because of a giveaway, you know, and, and the truth of the matter is, did we get a, did we earn a thousand subscribers because of our content? Not really. It was the giveaway, but I feel good in it because I know that the content we put out is good. It's not like I'm shoveling crap out there. You're to doing these people that subscribe. Job, so I feel good about the content, but it is like you kind of feel bad because you're like, okay, I only gained so much. It's not because people love my content; it's because they wanted the, the prize, they wanted the giveaway. So we got to a thousand on that. Okay, so then it's like, all right, we're at a thousand now. I'm still putting out videos, putting a lot of time into it. And we're getting little subscribers here and there, a little, little bit here and there. And it's like, okay, how do we get this to move quicker? You know, it's like a thousand subscribers is a huge achievement in one sense. And to some people, it's it's really big. You know, it's all they want. You know, they just want to hit that thousand. But, you know, comparatively, obviously, you know, there's people with hundreds of thousands, millions of YouTube subscribers. Right. Um, I wanted to I wanted to move a little quicker than that. So what do we do next? Um it wasn't always planned this way, but it worked out. We had the act man on the podcast, and he allowed me to make a YouTube video out of that content. He so was what's fantastic, that? man. Yeah, act man was amazing. He was we so loved the great. guy. Yeah. So good. Um, but so I make a video out of the act man, and as you know, if you guys don't know who the act man is, you know, check him out on YouTube. He's got 1.1 million subscribers. His so content's up, amazing, dude. Oh, I finally watched his KOTOR video he mentioned. Oh, I think I, I think it was before yeah. we recorded, but he, dude, he nailed it like the. The time, the time and work he puts into the videos Just, is so next and he's level. He's so funny, dude. He's oh. he's earned every penny he makes. Like, there's no part of that that's luck. It's truly skill. Um, but so having the act man on for a video gave us one video that has forty thousand views and like thirty three hundred watch hours. So because of having one video with the act man, we went from a thousand subscribers. So now we're about to hit 1,900. So almost another 1,000 just from having that guest. So you can see, you know, on one hand, I do believe the only reason we were able to make a YouTube go from zero to almost 2,000 subscribers in about seven weeks, I do believe it's because we're Sacred Icon. We had an established base of people. But at the same time, it wouldn't have been possible without the giveaway. It wouldn't have been possible without having Actman as a guest. And it's just so... It's so like demoralizing to see how YouTube growth works because, and I don't want to give out numbers for our podcast, but I'm very happy. Me and Josh are very happy with the audience we have for our podcast. A lot of you listen 
and it makes us feel great. And we've always been very happy with the rate of growth, how much we have now, and also the 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 rates for monetizing. You can mon- you can make a lot more money on less uh, listeners than you can like if you have a, if you have two thousand subscribers on YouTube, you're not making much money at all. If you have two thousand listeners on on a podcast, you're making a noticeable amount of money because it's it's a bigger investment to listen to a podcast. But um, but with YouTube, it's so demoralizing because it's like, you know, you we only got to where we got because of a giveaway, because of the social media presence we had for two years, because of the act man. And even now, we're, you know, once again, I'm bottoming out right at this 1900 where it's barely moved. The needle's barely moving at all. It's, despite me cranking out videos. Out. <laughs> yeah. Despite moving on from that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it's just, it's Keep just going. diminishing. It's just diminishing returns at this point, where it's like I, I put six hours into a video, comes out, and you know we've only gained a couple subscribers. So I really want to say that for the first time, I really understand and feel for you guys who are doing YouTube, just how much work it is, how much of a grind it is to get anywhere. Because really, unless you, I mean, some people are putting out absolute fire content that's not taking off. So it's not always about if you put out fire content. Sometimes you just need to have the right algorithm hit the right traction, the right person to share it. But it's such an uphill battle. And like, I love doing the YouTube content. I really enjoy it. I love watching the video that I made play back and, and see what we've created. But it's not nearly as rewarding as the podcast. Ryan is right there, guys. He makes the video himself, but he says we. Well, your voice is there, Josh. <laughs> That's all. Um, <laughs> That's but, all. you know, it's, it's Brian, just what's not your as favorite rewarding. Thing? What's, what's the most rewarding thing about it? What's your what's what's the highest high for you when it comes to it, and what's the lowest low? Well, okay, this is going to sound ridiculous, but I'm being honest. The highest high for me is, and I've told this to Josh before. I, I don't even know if you agree, Josh. I don't think you've straight up told me if you agree or not. But like, okay. I feel like in the world of content creation, Twitch streaming and YouTube videos is what's seen as quote unquote true or real content creation. That's the stuff that people, if you say content creation, they think of streaming, they think of YouTube videos. That's what's real. That's what counts. Everything else seems to be on a C-tier level to people. Yeah. And I'm not talking about me and Josh. I'm not talking about specifically anyone listening. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But people sure in general just see video content is the A-tier. If you're doing podcasts, if you're doing, uh, if you're writing articles, if you're doing like photo sharing on Instagram or something... People see that as like C tier or they see it as like a lower tier than the YouTube streaming stuff. And it kind of sucks on one hand because I know how much Josh and I, how much energy and passion Josh and I bring to the podcast and how much work it takes for us to do the podcast. So to us, it's not C tier. It's still A tier quality. It's awesome stuff. You know, and I love but to a lot it. of like general people out there. But to a lot of general people, it's like, oh, I'll watch a YouTube video like that's serious They'll watch but that podcast not so much podcast, and I, yeah yeah i wish i wish it was a little different and i'm not even it's funny because i'm not even saying that from a place of being like i'm not at all upset with the you know the, the audience we have and it's just i think the uh social conditioning when it comes to that kind of stuff yeah because you, you can't yeah, shake it, that you feel that you know what i mean yeah but it, people yeah people take you more seriously you know it's like if i put up a you know i put up a video a youtube video that is a now, if you go to our, if you guys watch our YouTube content at youtube.com slash sacred icon, there's Ooh, that Ooh, the pluggy plug. plug from Brian. Uh, if you watch it, you'll see some of our content is strictly made for YouTube only. And some of the content is a really good clip that I took from one of our podcasts where me and Josh were having a conversation that I thought was 
really engaging. And I made a video clip out of that. But you'll see people who go on there and watch a you know eight minute clip from the podcast of us talking to video content. And they'll really think, wow, you guys are content creators. You guys are serious business because of the video. But the podcast just doesn't get, people don't see that as much in, in the eye. It doesn't have the, the sense of awareness. I mean, well, I guess there's, there's no, obviously you can do video podcasts, but for the sake of conversation, there's no video element to the podcast. You don't see the viewers and subscribers listed underneath like a the video. You see that stuff. Right, right. You know, but podcast, it's just kind of in the dark. It's in the corner. Like <laughs> for all you guys, for all you guys know, we have three listeners right now. Like, right. If I said that to you, you have no idea whether I'm lying or not. Like, obviously we wouldn't be doing this, but we have astronomically more than three listeners. But still, <laughs> if, if I told you that you would have no idea. So it's just this really interesting, like dichotomy of how, different content creation platforms work. And I guess the big TLDR to this whole thing is I am enjoying doing YouTube, but it is a struggle. It takes a lot of work. I, I don't feel like it's as rewarding as the podcast right now. You no, know, if we maybe hit some big stride with the video and really start to take off subscribes and views, maybe I'd feel differently. But I see so many people who follow us and stuff that have had a YouTube account for years and have either a couple hundred more subscribers than us or a thousand less, and they've been at it for years, cranking out content, two, three, four hundred videos, and just to see that that, and for them, if they're happy and they're passionate, it's going to be worth the payoff. But for people that are trying to really get out there or make some serious money off of it, I can see how it'd be very demoralizing. And I just want to say, for one, I finally understand how you guys feel. Uh, two, I do enjoy it. Three, it's it's just it's it's a lot of work. It's tough. You know, I, I Josh has always been a podcast first guy. And I have been most of the time, but I've wavered into the like, oh, I think I'm enjoying the YouTube stuff more. But I feel like I'm coming back around to being like, you know, Josh, you know, this is this is to be so full of ourselves right now. And <laughs> but I think we make a badass podcast, Josh. We do. I love. Fuck I yeah, love. I love our podcast. I'm so proud of it. I can genuinely listen to our podcast back and say, wow, we do a great job. We are a great podcast. Whereas I look at the YouTube and I go, you know. Everyone and their mother's doing a YouTube. There's so much competition out there. I feel good about what I do on there. But it's like it's like on YouTube, it's like, okay, I'm in the race, but I only finished in the first half. I wasn't even in the top 10. The podcast, I'm like, we come in first most times. Oh, let's be real here. Being <laughs> like, full of ourselves. But like, I just love that stuff. And I want to encourage you guys out there who are doing content creation, whether it is YouTube, podcast, writing articles. Maybe you just post photos on your Twitter. Like I, That's what I'm talking about. Some people would say if you're somebody who posts photos on your Twitter, they would say you're not a content creator. Yes, you absolutely are. Like You might not have as many views or traction or might not be making money, but if you're passionate about it, guys, absolutely. Like I'm so I'm proud of you guys for doing your content creation because just keep doing it and don't let the views and some... Because like, on one hand, I have, I have the listenership to the podcast to make me feel good. Like I have such a listenership that it makes me feel good about the podcast, but I don't have that on YouTube. I see the, I see the 1.9 K subscribers. I'm like, man, that's like pity compared to some other people. So it's just finally seeing, you know, I know how much that can affect you. The visual, the visual feedback of how many people you have. And I just want to encourage you. I think it's awesome. You're doing that. Keep it up. And also if you haven't done content creation, as you've heard at the beginning of this podcast in the ad, we can set, you know, you got to go to Anchor to start up a podcast. You got to do Anchor. Boom. Uh, that's a great way. And then also, I've mentioned it before. Um, we're going to get to the, the business later, but one of our patron tiers. Patreon.com Yeah, you can come to me and Josh <laughs> and you can ask us directly either over an audio call or text or whatever. We can help you get set up with content creation if you're in that patron tier. 
also, I'll just say, because, you know, I don't want to be that kind of guy. There, if you ask me a question, I'm I'm probably going to help you out. Like, I'm not going to make you be a patron to help up, you know, but if <laughs> you, you want some serious... the toll. Yeah, if you want some serious, like, hands-on, you know, multiple minutes or hours of help, like, there is a patron thing for that. But, yeah, I don't know. That's just, that's my long spiel. Josh well, wanted me to kind of was... share my experience with YouTube. Yeah, um, Josh, I wanted you to hear that, because, I mean, it's, it's something, like... There's there's some podcasters out there, content creators that don't watch their stuff, right? And a lot of times Brian and I go back and we check our stuff because there'll be times Brian and I have recorded something even as far back as when we first started and even up till now where we might be like, oh, that, that was, I mean, that was clearly fun, but like, did we feel that was a good one, you know? And then we'll hear you guys say something and you guys might completely turn us around. We might have felt like we, we delivered a crap episode, right? Even though yeah. it's just us talking, but... Then we hear you guys say stuff and it completely turns us around. So all that that perception is good to to really hear. And in Brian's defense, when it comes to stuff like YouTube, the the podcast itself, what we're literally doing right now, Brian and I are sitting here in our rooms and we're we're we got usernames. We can see he's wearing a Deftone shirt. I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt, and we're just talking. This is like almost not work. Afterward, he has to do editing, you know, and Brian does all that stuff to get it going and whatnot. And sometimes we, we get we promote it, yeah, and we get we get glitches and hiccups, and I mean that stuff does happen. And then you also have things like the Patreon, you know, making sure we we spend time in the Discord. We want to be there, but just you know, making sure we do that. The Twitter, all this other stuff, and then the conversations we have, the ideas we 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 go back and forth with for potential future things and and everything. So that that's all work, but like in essence. Just talking with Brian, Brian talking with me. That's not work. That's just hanging out with my friend. And yeah. and then you guys, you know, having your awesome, amazing feedback that you guys always do. Whereas with YouTube, Brian is sitting down, finding, you know, plucking a specific conversation that he wants to have, or and then also taking like specific, you know, uh, you know, video footage, like what matches here, what matches here, trimming it at the right points and cutting it and doing all that editing. And, and trying to make sure that feels really good, short, concise, you, you know, because you don't want to do something too long. You don't want to do something too short. You want to get that sweet spot. And he's doing a lot of mental work and, and hula hoops trying to, you know, mental gymnastics trying to find that stuff and, and get it get it worked out. And that's all him on his own. And then, you know, he puts it up there. And, and, and even though that's, yes, that's both of us, that's also Brian putting out uh, a sense of vulnerability, right? You know, you're putting yourself out there. Like, you know, even – like – even though it's going to feel amazing to me to hear that people think that's awesome, the specific video or something, you know, in my head, I'm like, Brian made this. This is going to make him feel 10 times better because he's the one who put in, you know, all the time with it. So it's definitely a, a different distinction in terms of content creation and the work that goes into it. Not to say that yeah. this this isn't work because it is in a fun way, but it's just this is more casual, whereas that's that's a lot more effort behind the scenes and a lot. Of yeah, well, it's, just, it's it's I probably have a wrong viewpoint of it because I'm sure there's so many people listening. There's probably pl- plenty of people listening who go, Brian, you know, I've had a YouTube for several years now and we don't have 1.9k subscribers. So let's take who is Brian to complain about being at 1.9k subscribers when you just started less than two months ago? That's kind of you know I just saw somebody on Twitter just hit 1k and they said it took them 14 months. And I'm like damn, I would have quit. You know what I'm saying? Like I would have quit back then. Um, but I think it just is the way I see it. The reason I see it like that is because me and Josh, when we're doing the podcast, I would say 85% of the time it's fun. The 15% of the times it's not fun is when we get disconnects, when uh, I have a problem editing or something just malfunctions or, you know, just something like that. That's the 15% that sucks. But with the YouTube, it's like, you know, there's probably about 30 30 to 40% somewhere in there of enjoyment. And then the rest is like, I'm sitting here editing all day. Um, This thing got copyrighted, so I have to go back and remove this song. 
I mean, or I clipped, I accidentally, I accidentally clipped it off too early. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, I clipped, I clipped it like, I made a clip and then I accidentally <laughs> cut it too early. So it's like Josh and I can be talking about the DMR, but because I accidentally clipped it off too early, it shows an assault rifle. It's like, no, I want to show a DMR on screen. But, uh, bro, you make me sound like the fucking Joker right now. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> It's a goofy episode today, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's um, oh, that was but uh, yeah. Quiet. So, but it's 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 fun. I'm still enjoying it, uh, guys. Obviously, you know, if you, I mean, even if you're already given to to patron or or are uh, writing iTunes reviews or whatever, that stuff's awesome. If you'd also like to subscribe on YouTube, there'd be a lot of help. And if you're somebody who listens and says, you know what, these guys don't know it, but I'm not the kind of person who ever wants to spend money on podcasts. I'm totally never going to go to their patron. I don't blame you at all because I've been that guy before too. I, we're not here to get your patron money. Like you don't owe that. I'm gonna listen, but, but not do it. But <laughs> you doing if that. you're somebody, if you're somebody who is listening, who goes, you know, I'm never gonna give these guys money because it's not something I do. But I would like to support them in a fun way that doesn't require anything of me. Just go to our YouTube, subscribe, just hit the like button on a bunch of videos. You know, leave a comment, just stuff like that to help the algorithm. That's awesome. Like that's, that's gonna make why, me feel good too. You know? That's why I wanted Brian to talk about it, guys. It was because like that's that's a lot of work he's doing on the side, you know, for this stuff, and it's it's rewarding for him, but it's also you know it's 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 such a different trial and error, and the feedback is completely different. And I, I would just love to see you guys, you know, flood those comments, the likes, or or subscriptions and stuff like that, and really help that less for less for us and more for Brian for putting in all that all that work because it is it is a lot of fun, but it is a lot more work, and he's he's doing it by himself. Yes, I do do some things here and there to help him, but that is so much more Brian's. Well, to uh, sound less yeah. conceited, I didn't know Josh was going to ask for that, so it's not that wasn't my goal. <laughs> but you no, know, but let me let me let me give you guys this perspective. If I took all the time that I spent on editing and putting together YouTube videos this week and just transferred that time into more podcast episodes with Josh and I, we could have literally put out 10 episodes this week. We could have put out 10 one and a half hour episodes this week, which obviously, you know, that's that's two people trying to get together and, and talk for that much time. It's different. But like that's how much time I invested in YouTube videos, which don't have anywhere near the payoff, both uh, for, yeah, for Brian. That's still fun to do because. You know, sometimes it's really hard to get in touch with me. Sometimes it's really hard to get a hold of me. Brian works first. I work third, guys. So, like, us being here right now every Saturday, that means the stars are in alignment. Yes. Okay? <laughs> so, well, it's a sacred Saturday. Yeah, it's a sacred Saturday because we're coming together. So, in that, in between that time, though, Brian still gets to kind of, like, hang out with me in a way, you know, by doing all that stuff and, and kind of experiencing it vicariously through that kind of yeah. content and that funnel. So yeah. Um, but Josh, before we go into the emails, let's hear a cool rap tune about our boy Photon. Yeah, dude. Got that zest. Only the best. Put me to the test. Better than the rest. Yeah. You want it spicy? You know I got it. You can show me, but I've already called it. I've heard the whole internet call all the best memes. Seen it through it all, cause I only seen the spiciest. I saw it. The nastiest. I got it. The crispiest. I bought it. The most flavorful. You know I taught it. Photon. Woo, that beat was sick. Thank you so much, Caleb, for that providing that. That was straight fire. That's a meme lord right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, the spice Josh, meme lord. Who has been putting out some great content, guys? Absolutely. And you know what? You've been having such a hard time, buddy. I love you so much. We are so supportive of you, and we are so behind you 100% of the way. We are thinking of you, man. Love you, buddy. Absolutely. Josh, you ready for some emails? Yeah, man. We got <laughs> we got one email. Yeah, man. We got we got one email from one dude, and then we got two emails from the same dude. 
because okay. we got we got Timber Timberland Bear. He's been a great supporter, awesome dude, big fan. Timberland uh, Bear, I'd, I'd make him want to buy tennis shoes of that Timberland Bears. There you go. Right, you get the um, so, new Timberland Bears the at Reebok. Yeah, that does sound like a cool brand. Make that happen. Yes, I, I was like, dude, yeah. yo, you got that new Timberland Bears? That's just All right, Josh, I'll read the first email. This is from Timberland Bears' name is Philip. Philip. Hey, Josh and Brian. Hey, buddy. It's Timberland Bear again and had some thoughts to share with you about Halo 2. I hear you guys talk about how people disliked playing as the Arbiter and didn't like playing someone other than Chief, and I understand there are people like me who actually enjoyed it. You've mentioned that a few times, too. What I'm getting at is, I love the thought of playing the Arbiter. The first time I played Halo 2, I had no idea what to expect, and honestly didn't fully understand the story. Neither did we. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Um, yeah. I did, however, enjoy playing from an elite point of view. The second time, though, my mind was blown. I loved the entire plot and story of Halo 2, from the first cutscenes all the way to the cliffhanger ending. I even got great enjoyment from the first Arbiter mission. I've never found it to be dull, personally. That's great, dude, because there's so many of those Arbiter missions that me and Josh definitely do find dull, but I'm glad. Um, Maybe I get overly excited about Halo. I don't know. You can never get overly... Actually, you totally can. We've seen it on Twitter. People totally do. But not you, bro. You're great. (laughs) I can see at times where it looks like I get extremely hyped almost to a fault. Ha ha. Back to the Arbiter, though. Dude, I remember playing the level for the first time and being like, holy crap, I get to be an elite and run around with camo. I love the map. And how it was a foreigner facility being used by this rebel alliance. He's referring to the, uh, uh, the heretics. Um, and the plot behind <laughs> like it all. That. The part where you flew around in a banshee was exciting to me. Just the thrill of the banshee dogfight was crazy. Also, Incubus music playing, which I was never a huge fan, but I don't know a lot of you are. Uh, the scene where you hear about the covenant leader. Are, there, is that, are they the ones that does that? Follow. Yeah. Follow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that one. I like that one, but out of nostalgia. Yeah. Continue, continue. I'm sorry. And the conflict it causes, that's just beautiful writing to me. Oh, yeah. The writing in Halo 2 is peak. Uh, It made you think about who was in the wrong. Was it really the heretics, or could you truly be being misled by your leadership who has instilled all this devotion towards a belief that's possibly false? Then there's the level where you're fighting all these enemies in an intense moment, trying not to fly away because you're on a falling facility. To me, it was very intense. I remember trying to cut the cables and getting destroyed by Flood half the time. Haha. <laughs> Every time I hear cut the cables, I think of, of Halo 2. Um, you were literally making the very thing you were standing on fall just to lure out who you thought was the bad guy. Then, like I said earlier, you find the truth about the Halo rings in your religion, and surprise, there com- a surprise comes from Guilty Spark. I love seeing him there. These events may not all be in the right order since I haven't played Halo 2 in a few years. Heresy! You get to play Halo 2 four times a year at least. But I was just throwing out my first spastic time thoughts, in like four years. <laughs> right, as they were coming. All in all, though, the Arbiter became one of my favorite characters in the entire Halo universe after Halo 2. I think most people would agree with you. I truly enjoyed playing as Arbiter and the story that unfolded from his side. This is one of the reasons Halo 2 will be my favorite Halo. Me too, man. Unless Infinite creates such an amazing story that I fall in love with it more. Haha. We shall see. Anyway, thanks for letting me share my thoughts, even if they are a little scattered. Timberland Bear. That was right on topic with what you were talking about, Josh. Um, I love the Arbiter. I, 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 one of the best characters in Halo, and I love Halo Two. It's my favorite game of all time. But some of his levels are, have some pretty rough spots. We got sure. some rough edges around there, but yeah. you know what? There is a charm there for sure, and I definitely feel that more in Anniversary. I, I feel like even over Halo Combat Evolves Anniversary, I feel like Halo Two just really helps enhance the levels that are there, make them a lot more fun to explore. Because even though Halo Combat Evolves does have some kind of plain 
looking textures even on some things. It's so noticeable. When I played Halo 2 on Legendary and I would play in the classic graphics, even though I knew better, it felt like I was waiting for the graphics, the textures to pop in. Like it was constantly in a state of waiting for texture pop in. <laughs> and it was just weird in it because I knew better, but it was just weird because then you switch over and it just looks so much better. But when it came to the Arbiter levels, I found myself much more immersed because of that. You know, it did run the same problem of like like the first time you see the flood, like you're going down this like hallway, right? And you look down and it's all like sm- like it, it's all dark. You can't see. You can kind of see like silhouetted movements and it's the flood. But it, that's in classic. But then you switch over to anniversary and it's way more visible. You can clearly. It's like oh, there's the flood, flood down there. <laughs> yeah, and it's like that kind of kills it. You know, and again, combat evolved to the same thing. I hope if they ever do a Halo three one that they they really fix that. But no, I feel you, man. I think that stuff's definitely fun. And gosh damn. Are the damn terminals from Halo too good? And wow, did they make they helped me understand so much more about the Heretic? You know, Cecil Roof of me. I thought the Heretic what, he leader was, was bad for years. After yeah, that. and you know, I mean, it is still weird to me that even though he's like trying to convince the Arbiter, suddenly he's like, so anyway, I started blasting, you know. But it's like at the same time, then you get the backstory, you get to learn a lot more about. Well, the Arbiter is a very bad dude from the perspective of the Heretic leader, so you can yeah. get why he did that. No, exactly, but it's still, I, I don't know, basically it, it really helps uh, enhance it for me, but I, I want to say this before I forget, Philip, my man, you have said so many times about, you know, whether in the Discord or even just now, about thoughts being scattered or sometimes being too excited Cut that out, man. Tell those thoughts to fuck off, dude. Because I like we love your enthusiasm so much and your excitement. You have been such a blessing. You are like sunshine to our Discord, our Twitter. We love you so much. You are so nice. And it is so cool to see people who are so excited about this stuff. And, you know, if there's a time where, like, Halo, you know, like, lately, like, Halo's been peaking for me. But then there's some times where I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm clearly in other stuff right now and Halo's taking a back seat. It's awesome to see that enthusiasm because it reminds me of why I love it. And then it also reminds me of how we're creating nostalgia in this moment, right? Where we're years from now, we're going to look back on it and remember that. And it's nice to know you're a part of that, you know, like selfishly for Brian and I, like you're a part of that where we're going to remember people like you who just was so excited. And dude, it's just fucking awesome to be excited about things. And you shouldn't ever feel bad about that. Like, I love that you have so much to say. It is so amazing. Like that is so nourishing to us. That is blessed rain. You know, it's it's nurturing. If we're if we're flowers, you are rain to we us. We have another email from him coming up, Josh. So save some compliments for later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to stop. But no, in all seriousness, just in case I forget it or, or don't say it, uh, man, I we love your enthusiasm, dude. I, I would never Josh, want that to change. Don't change. Just keep being. Before we go on to the next email, I wanted to say that I was exploring the town. I went to Walmart. I went to the mall. I went all these different places, and I couldn't find a single woman. And I found out why afterwards. Let's go over to our clip of Trevor Polky. Who's cool and suave has 48 billion women on each arm. It's Trevor Polky, the man who's got it all. You wish you were him, but you're not. Okay. Somebody help this dude out. He can't even breathe anymore. Okay, get that woman off of him. Whoo, so that's where they all went. Damn. <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> that explains it. Just uh, took them all. Took them I hope all. you enjoyed that, arms Trevor. were like Stretch Armstrong, and they just yep. go so wide. Yeah. That son of a exactly. bitch. I love him so man. much. <laughs> Myth, the legend, Trevor Polky. Yeah. All right, next email is from Kevin Nelson. Hey, Sacred Boys. Oh, wait a second. Bro, did we have a second one from Timberland? 
Yeah, but that's coming after. Okay, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mix it I up, gotcha. you know? Keep, well, keep when I saw Trevor Polky, that completely distracted me with all the, the women yeah. on his arms. I mean, so. how could you not be? I mean, there's a freaking army of them. Dude, it's amazing. Um, wow. Hey, Sacred Boys, heads up. Sorry for the long email in advance. I've been playing Halo since 2002 when Who is this by again? I'm always so sorry, had. Brian. I interrupted you twice. Who is this from? What do you want to say? Who is this from? This is from Kevin Nelson. Kevin Nelson. Thank you, buddy. I just want to say. Uh, I want to, I want to been, remember your name. I've been playing Halo since 2002 when Combat Evolved was all we had at the time. I was only eight years old and played it at a friend's house when he first got his original Xbox. Oh, nice. All we did in that game was drive around Blood Gulch and Sidewander cluelessly and try to ram and flip each other into warthogs. <laughs> Laughing hysterically when one of us would go airborne and hog because that is just how the lovely CE physics worked. Oh, yeah. It was such a simple introduction that brought me into the series and I've been completely hooked ever since. There was truly something special about playing with friends via LAN in the early Xbox days. Ordering pizza, which has now become a must at a LAN party. Oh, Lasting yes. Lasting some Linkin Park Meteora. Thank you so much, dude. One of my favorite albums of all time. Oh, you time. made Brian smell so much right now. While we play, or having your buddies next to you give each other the death look as they accidentally betray each other <laughs> uh, with rockets or sniper on Blood Gulch. All of those betrayals and shit-talking were always made up by an epic <laughs> warthog run back to the base for the final flag capture, which to this day is still one of my favorite gaming moments hands down. It was and always will be an amazing feeling getting immersed in the world of Halo. I listen to quite a few podcasts while I'm at work. I work in the HVAC industry in Arizona, and the days can be, well, hot as hell, as one would expect, and the days can drag on quite a bit. But having a solid library of content to listen to while working always helps the days go by a bit faster. Sacred Icon is by far my favorite podcast, and it always gets me pumped when a new episode drops. Knowing I have a new Sacred Icon episode ready to listen to at the beginning of work makes the day a great one. The longer the runtime is, the better. We love hearing (laughs) that, dude. We love when we put out like a four-hour episode, but some people are like, oh, it's too much, but not for us. No, You guys do such a phenomenal job and bring a positive outlook on Halo that you truly cannot find in most places. It is great to find a podcast like Sacred Icon that delivers on quality Halo content, and you both always sound enthusiastic and passionate about Halo. Hell, even the positive praise you guys have given to Halo 5's multiplayer had convinced me to go back and look at it in a different light, as I was previously not too fond of it. And what do you know? I ended up enjoying it, like I do all the games. Oh, nice! I now play it regularly along MCC. Oh, nice! Listening to you both is like listening to conversations I would have with my friends about Halo and gaming in general. From From old LAN and online multiplayer stories, lore... I love Halo 4 series with with Haruspis and his knowledge of the lore, by the way. So do we do. Oh, thank you. thank you. Thank you. Favorite games and moments of the series, and as of recent, the hype for Halo Infinite. I am beyond excited for Halo Infinite to drop and cannot wait any longer. Hell I was yeah. extremely fortunate to be able to join in on the multiplayer flighting, and wow, I was hooked the whole weekend. Minus a few minor concerns here and there, I loved what I played so far. Definitely felt like a great progression of what Halo can and will be. Also shows how much work 343 has put into this and the passion they have for making the best Halo game they can. If this is just a sample of what we are to expect, then I think the future is looking bright for Halo Infinite. Anyways, long enough email from me. Keep up the great content, Brian and Josh. You guys are becoming a staple of the Halo community. The growth of Sacred Icon's own community should be a testament testimony to how much of an impact you two have. Anyways, keep it sacred. P.S. Have also been enjoying the YouTube content as well. Definitely keep it. Oh, there you go, Brian. What an amazing email, dude. <laughs> that says, was that t- was a long email, but it wasn't long enough. Keep on going. Yeah, I you know it. what, guys? There's no such thing as too long or too nice or whatever. Like, just thank uh, you let so it, much, let it Kevin flow. Nelson. Oh dude. wow, 
What, Pretty sure the, that dude's a patron as well. Love I you, man. So. Thank it's you like, so much. Yeah, the, the icing on the cake there with that YouTube comment. Gonna go crank out a YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that stuff is so nourishing. That really makes us enthusiastic. Uh, it, you guys have no idea. I mean, seriously, it, it's easy to say, and we, 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 we like to think we get this across with the patron shout-outs and stuff like that, but it really does mean a lot when you guys take the time to say specific stuff you enjoyed or just how much this means to you. Or, or We really love, it is so cool to hear when you guys are working, where you work at, or like basically painting us a picture of when you listen to Sacred Icon, when you listen to the podcast, you know? It's just cool to hear that shit. It's cool to think about because when Brian and I are at our jobs, we're listening to podcasts and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's really cool to know we're, we're, we're sort of there. And that's weird to think there's someone in like the middle of Canada like working and they got you in their ear. Yeah, so. that's just such a cool feeling. It's really cool to hear. And, and man, hey, I, I hear you completely. Um, yeah, it, it means so much to hear all this stuff and how this feels like, you know, a conversation with your friends. We hear that a lot, and uh, that's so cool to hear. Uh, See, and also, I, I, if I could, go ahead. If I could find a, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Josh, but if I could find a way to 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 make it a proper like, uh, you know, like our our kind of phrase for a long time. It still is our phrase. It's kind of been like, well, not obviously keep it sacred, but like our motto has been like pure enthusiasm for the Halo universe. Mm. What we've had since the beginning. But like the thing I always tell people is like the goal at Sacred Icon is to make you feel like you're perpetually living in those mid-2000s hype Halo land days forever. And if I could just find a way to put that into words to make it like a tagline, because that is what we do here. And I feel like people you know, send us in emails and, and, and DM us and stuff and yeah. say, hey, that's what it feels like. I'm like, that's the goal. That's where me and Josh want to live our head in. Forever. Yeah, <laughs> that's literally why we started. We were so nostalgic for Halo 3 and just Halo in general. And we were like, man, it sucks not being able to have these conversations that we just regurgitate and stuff like that. And then also get excited for the new stuff that comes out. So hence being here. But dude, thank you so much. Uh, that means a lot, especially as a multiplayer guy, having the Lampards, the pizza, um, you know, all those kind of staples, the, the sacred staples, if you will, of getting to do that back in the day with friends, the memories. And, and dude, I know exactly what you mean about the Warthog runs in like uh, CTF, dude. There, I, man, I can remember how much fun I would have in coagulation, like just doing that shit. I can remember being a Slayer boy. I was like, I just wanted to do Slayer, fuck Juggernaut, fuck Territories, all this other stuff, Oddball. I was like, no, no, no. I just want the true test of skill doing a slayer and my friends would sway me over and i was like okay i'll try this other stuff you know and i would go into all that and nothing else really gelled as well but ctf i was like man i think i love ctf more than slayer because i'd have that moment of being in there with the friends you'd rush over to the other base and you get in there and maybe your teammate doesn't make it out and you have to trek all the way on foot but you fucking do it or you know or like brian is right there in the driver's seat and he's just doing laps around look at me it's me you want not my friend and i'm in there stealth in my way i'm like i'm in and then i managed to get the flag brian picks me up drives me back and the whole time there's a banshee plummeting now you know at us and then we got another guy on the warthog someone's on the on the turret firing the goss cannons and then you got people on the map randomly shooting at us just jumping as much as they can just to get the shot over the hill and we managed to get into the base with our warthog just so battered and bruised and we get in there and it's game over and it's like yes! and you just it's yeah. so satisfying and it's like that's that's halo so I yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping capture the flag is brought back that way for infinite. Oh, like I it cannot. feels that you know that's you know? considering we didn't even talk about this, but considering they had those options where you could view the vehicles, you know they that shit's got to be in there. They got to be having that big team battle in the tech test. It's got to be. Yeah, there. dude. Yeah, I'm. I'm but so thank you, for thank that. you, Kevin, so much. Uh, man, you just made me nostalgic thinking about all that stuff. But the feedback, man, that means so much. 
I love you for that. All right, we got one more email from Timberland Bear again. Here we go. Timberland Bear, Timberland Bear, bring it on out, Timberland Bear. <laughs> I'm just over here waiting for Josh to finish. I could have kept going, but I, you had another I, I already interrupted you, so my bad. No, <laughs> I love you, man. Hey, Keep going. hey Josh and Brian. Hey, hey guys, I just wanted to let you know that I thought your podcast would be cool, and it was cool. Ooh. Ah, there he said the thing. Did you see his retweet the other day? He was like on the bingo card. He's like, should be poo-pooed. Oh, yeah. Oh, Josh, me to hit me up with the sound Fuck. of Major Nelson completing his Sacred Icon bingo card and winning. Oh, wow. I thought it would be cool, and I sat there and I looked at it and I was like, I checking off all the things. I was like, oh, deeds nuts. I don't know if I'm, I don't even know if I can say that on my Twitter, but you know, I went for that. I did. You know, I was like, I, I thought this would be cool, and it was cool. <laughs> Microsoft's not very happy when I talk about these nuts. It's like, like it's like an office. Like they go into the office, and like the higher up comes to Major Nelson. And they're like, uh, I, Larry, I'm, I'm sorry, but. We can't have you talking about these nuts anymore. And Larry goes, oh, "Are you? Phil Spencer just gets to walk around with his butt cheeks hanging out for seven, and you're gonna give me shit about saying these nuts on a podcast? No, that's that's uh, headcan there for you. But anyways, going on. The, the guy uh, leaves, and says something back, time. and then I could just see Major Nelson being like, "These nuts," right under his breath. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> I love your podcast. I've said it several times, but seriously, it's like hanging out with a couple of friends. I always look forward to hearing you guys talk about Halo. Whether it's some of your past experiences, expectations of Halo Infinite, Halo lore, or just general Halo thoughts, the energy is amazing. <laughs> I swear it's like sitting right next to you guys and hanging out. The positivity you guys add to the community is a huge part of it too. I'm so tired of all the toxic people with rude opinions. Opinions are great, but as you guys say, it's important to be respectful and constructive. Absolutely. I don't mind listening and trying to understand anyone's opinion if they're respectful about it. That's what it feels like at Sacred Icon is all about. Halo and positive, constructive opinions. You guys are what you talk about, expressing your thoughts in a way that adds value to the community. The Halo community needs more of that, and honestly, the gaming community as a whole. For that matter, the whole world. Haha, <laughs> but that's a different story. Oh. I wish more people could see the value in this for sure. We all need to be more like this for sure, including me. I believe you guys are infecting people with kindness. You've definitely infected me. You guys are like a breath of fresh air. You truly are. You guys are keeping it sacred. Love you guys and your content, and that's why I support you guys and will always continue to. One of your biggest fans, Phil Timberland Bear. Dude, See, that's exactly what would happen with Major it, Nelson. Baby. The guy would be like, "Look, you got to keep it safe. Keep it, keep it sacred, okay? It's sacred." And he Can't walked away, and then nuts. under underneath his breath, Major Nelson goes, "Keep these, keep these nuts sacred, bitch." And then over, <laughs> and the whole time, like Major Nelson's getting upset, like Phil's over in the corner, just like slowly bending over and showing off his cheeks, like, "That's what I get to do." <laughs> How do you make the time to make them look so nice after playing yeah. all that? The cycle. Oh man, those cheeks are pumped. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, yeah. thank uh, you so much, dude. We love you. Every time I see a notification pop up from Timberland Bear, I'm like, this shit's gonna be good. I, yes, don't ever stop me. Exactly, you. it releases happy endorphins. Your name is positivity and sunshine in of itself. Seriously, and look, I mean. I appreciate what you said about the, you know, some of the positivity and stuff like that. But I think Brian and I realized a long time ago, just in general in our lives, and, and, and something we still come back to, obviously, because, you know, progress isn't linear, right? Is it's not, you know, it's one thing to say you're going to be positive, it's another thing to actually be it. And I think that's a big part of it for us. And there's definitely those moments, you know, just in general, you know, in life where we have to kind of stop ourselves or check ourselves, or Brian and I have to get in touch with one another, and are we full of ourselves, or are we being too much of a dick here, or are we being, yeah. you know, is we being too nice and letting ourselves get walked on, things like that, so I mean, uh, you know, that's, that's a great a, point, Josh, because I listened to, like, I listened to our last podcast from last week, and I was like, at points, I'm like, 
Hey, Brian, you're being a little too easy on 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 the criticism. And then I go to another part, I'm like, man, Josh is being kind of hard on that. Damn. Like, you know, like he's always like trying to, you know, find trying to, to find the sweet spot because, you know, and, you know, that's the thing is like, like, because how do I want to put this? You want to be respectful, right? So if I say what I was about to say, but I was already getting ahead of it, I was about to say, you know, you don't want to say something that's super mean, to super upsetting to 343. Well, then that's when someone says, well, you guys don't have to be shills. It's like, no, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. It's not about being, it's like, it's not about being shills. We don't, we want to be truthful, but we want to be respectful. There's no reason to be disrespectful. Earlier in the episode, when we talked about how the, the visual and audio stuff needs to be improved, that wasn't us being a dick. That was us being constructive and fair and, and, and being truthful, you know, but there's no reason to like, I, we do try to catch ourselves from dogging, from saying something bad about three four three. There's no reason to be when, so when absolute it's, it's as like where good. you start cutting someone or some a group of people or something down yeah. because that it's just not. Like if worth you just it. say like, oh, this employee at three four three doesn't know how to do their job, there's nothing constructive about that. That's a compl- I saw somebody said on Twitter, and I'm like, dude, like don't. That's just disrespectful. There's no constructive criticism to that at all. You know, you can talk about not liking an aspect of something that person did, but. You know, it's just I don't. There's I didn't so think I was the there, but no, you're fine. I agree to find with you. I'm gonna stand up there with be... you, buddy. There, there are times I'm, I, you know, I'll think about tweeting something or, like, like almost not literally this, but a case of like the the pineapple, the the fruit video that was kind yeah. of going around. Not literally that one, but I've had cases where stuff like that would go around, right? And I would think to retweet it and say something and kind of like shit post. But then the other part of me, and it could just be me being older, but there's another part of me that thinks, what is that going to contribute? Like, what is that going to do? And it it's really not. To, it's not beneficial. Yeah, it's not beneficial. Granted, there's some times where I'm just going to let the let the shit fly. But for the most part, like, I want to think about that stuff and put some thought into it. And we like to think that funnels into the podcast. So it's rewarding to hear that because we, this is, there, there's, there's days we, we you know where other stuff is going on. Brian and I both hate our jobs and stuff like that. So yeah. this we get so much joy of doing that. This you know uh, just every aspect of it and seeing you guys come together, whether you guys are interacting with us or one another, that is like the tightest shit like ever conceivable in our lives. It's just so amazing and so rewarding and validating. So uh, never apologize. I think for doing being this so makes ex- our job seem worse because we come here <laughs> and we're so. We come here. We're so passionate. We have such a great time. We uh, we like. I just we, coughed we out a note and says patreoncom slash sacred icon. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we guys. come anyway. here. We do a podcast and we get done doing the podcast and we think to ourselves, we could do another one for two hours and we don't. Whereas we're at work and we're two hours into our eight hour shift and we're like, dear God, is it over? You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. So just Ugh. just having the the dichotomy of like loving this so much and not and despising the stuff we do to make a living, you know. Um, but that's just part. It really of it. means anyways, a lot. It really means a lot. Thank you so yeah. much, buddy. And and always send emails in all you want. Sit, give us feedback all you want. Uh, be in the community as much as you want. Be as active as you want. Actually, while we were talking, he left a comment in, in our patron. <laughs> so, oh, did he? Well, we're not going to read that one off. Well, I was just look, I, I got to check yeah. my alerts yeah. afterward. But uh, yeah, it, but yeah, he actually commented on. I think it was your blog or whatever the patron. Yeah. So dude, hey, man, look, keep going, Timberland. You're just yeah, you're such a sweetheart, dude. And honestly. Uh, uh, I'm so glad we have you because, uh, man, I would hate to lose you to any other community because, wow, uh, you make us so much better. And we, yeah, like we we get up and like there's like some new like Halo content creator that pops up called like Sacred Index or something. Be a <laughs> rip off and like Tim, Timber, Timberland's over there and we're like, dude, what what do you get back here? What did we do? What can we're we gonna do send, to make you come back? We're going to send Luigi in there to bring you back. 
Well, you gonna blame you it all on us? us. We were Ron wrong. didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> oh, oh, that was. <laughs> oh yeah, like you make yourself laugh. <laughs> oh jeez, we're ridiculous. What was that? I don't I like know. How you Can went you... through, you finished the song, and then you're like, "I'm so goofy, I'm just gonna laugh at myself." <laughs> <laughs> oh, you silly goose, Brian. But uh, Josh, thank we you got a, for the laughs. We got a voice clip from our boy Tony. Tony Baboner. Here we go. Let's 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 check this out. Let's see what thank it's you, all Kevin, about. And thank you, Timberland. Guys, I'm out here. This is Tony. <laughs> Whoa, damn. Hey, you gotta watch out. Hey, guys, I'm out here dodging spoilers. So <laughs> there goes another one. Jesus. Uh, all right, I think it calmed down for a second. There's not there's nothing flying in. Uh, guys, I just wanted to let you know I've got like a six foot long beard now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the only way I'm able to record this is I had to chisel a fucking microphone out of uh, a rock and and, a, and some fur off of a squirrel's tail. <laughs> you don't want to get spoiled. Uh, oh, sorry. That was uh, another spoiler, boys. Another fucking spoiler just flew. I'm Those sons of bitches. And uh, I I could really use some some support out here on my own on this little mountain. Um, I need a weapon. So just send me some love, you guys. Uh, I love you guys, and uh, I can't wait to get back in the fight. But I got it. I, I got to go here. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, bro. Send in all the love and support while you're out there on your mountaintop with your with your rock microphone and your six foot Gandalf beard. Oh, man. I get it, man. You don't want to be spoiled, and we can tell you right here, right now, you never gonna be spoiled. On sacred you icon. ain't never gonna be spoiled. <laughs> it ain't ever gonna happen. <laughs> oh man, player two and three have joined the game, buddy. We're right there with you, man. <laughs> Spirit, because yeah, trying to do that ourselves too. Trying to do that ourselves. That's too, hilarious sure. voice clip. Thank uh, you, but dude. That uh, that voice clip, clip was amazing. And, and and Tony, man, I love you so much too. We we love you so much. You are such amazing a singing voice. Amazing singing voice. I'm so glad to have you on Instagram now. I. I I don't use it as much, but man, when I when I get to see your account and stuff like that, and get to see that your, your band and stuff, I'm like, now nah, I want to use Instagram more. So, dude, overall, love you though, love your enthusiasm, and love that we still have you here despite how much you're having to bob and weave to dodge all that yeah. crazy shit out there lately. We haven't even talked about, but it's because we don't want to ever spoil anybody ourselves because we don't want to be spoiled. Yeah, so yeah, thank no, you so much. Absolutely Tom. zero spoilers here, Josh. Before we go into your iTunes reviews, let's hear from our original very first patron. Ladies and gentlemen, from the man who saw Justice League and knew it needed more, it's Matthew Salvatore! Woo, he knew it needed more, didn't he, Joe? Oh, he sure did. He sure did. And you know what? They said, we're going to give you the new Suicide Squad. He's like, that's not what I wanted, but I'll go check it out. You know, and I think lately he said, I think I think I saw him a comment where he said it was just okay. I'm kind of, I'm excited to see it, but I'm kind of like whelmed at the moment. I'm not super stoked. But you know what? You know what I would love to see, Brian? Uh, Another Justice League. Dude, that, that's true. I would too. But I have, I've, I've, okay. I'm sorry, Matt. But I watched, I took, put the Suicide Squad on. And I got an hour in, and I just I was not enjoying it at all. No, that's what I'm saying. I could be wrong, yeah. but I think he said he didn't enjoy it too much his first watch. Okay, he did well, not. here's the he thing. Did I, can not. Tell I can tell it's quality, but it has so much over. And I know for some people you love this stuff, and you know you do you boo. But <laughs> the 
the whole there is so much gore, violence, nonstop cussing, crudeness. You know, I saw a penis once. I saw some boobs. Like it's just so dirty. Oh hell it yeah, mix it up. It made me feel like I was in a greasy men's locker room. I just was not enjoying it, so I turned it <laughs> off. Um, but I understand it's a well-made film, and I, I hope you all enjoy it. But, yeah, it's not, it wasn't for Brad, me. Brad, i got to tell you a random story real quick. Dude, that okay, reminds me. There was a time uh, Xavier and I went to work out at Planet Fitness, and we get done. We change out of our workout clothes. We get in our regular street clothes, and we're getting ready to leave, right? And I didn't see this, but Xavier's beside me. But I guess, like, right across from where you leave to go into the, the main room, there's the showers and this old Xavier just happened to look in that direction. And there was this old guy standing there like butt booty naked in the shower, staring right back at him. And they just had this moment. And I remember walking out and Xavier goes, what the fuck? And I was like, what happened? And he was like, that's so awkward. It's awkward. Some people do not mind being seen naked. So growing up, I was, I would spend a lot of time going on road trips and stuff with my grandparents. Oh boy! And my grandpa, my grandpa sleeps naked. So, <laughs> oh God, so, where is this so, going? so we're in, we're in Florida okay. <laughs> for Disney World. Oh boy! You know, I'm an impressionable kid, you know, like 11 years old. Okay. And so me, so you know how hotel rooms they got two beds. So in one bed is my grandma and my grandpa. Yeah. And then the other bed is me and my cousin Adam, and we're sleeping in the bed, and you know we wake up before they do. And we're like just laying there and we're like talking to my grandma over in the other bed. Like she's laying in her bed on the far side. And then my grandpa's laying closer to us on his bed. <laughs> oh, boy. And oh, no. we're just talking to my grandma. And my grandpa just rolls <laughs> over and just the freaking, like you see the butt cheeks turn and the schlong, the schlong hit the blanket. And it was just like, oh, God, grandpa, put a sheet on, man. Come on. And, you know, my cousin's like eight, and we're just like, oh, and my cousin's laughing hysterically, and I'm just like, oh, stop, my blinded. And grandpa, can't you sleep with at least some underwear? Oh, my gosh. What if he just rolled over, and you just you see his ass cheeks for a brief moment, and you just hear the... I mean, that would be better to see in the front like, side. That's movie quality or humor right I'd rather there. see the, the oh back side God. for two minutes than the front side for ten seconds. Oh, man. Wow, that's horrifying, but hilarious. But Josh, uh, take us into those iTunes reviews. Here we got <laughs> yeah. some new. Here we got. Here we got some. You guys are doing really good at, at sending the iTunes reviews. We got a whole bunch of new ones coming in. Yeah, guys, seriously. Um, just plug this right now. If you guys want to leave us uh, a review on Apple Pods, that would be uh, so meaningful to us. That means so much. Um, not only will we read it off on the show, but we will drown you in compliments every time. You guys can literally say anything. You can say we're complete fucking hacks, and we will still read it off. As long as it's five stars. <laughs> if you say we're a great podcast and you give us four stars, we're going to be more upset than five stars if you can call hacks. <laughs> we love you guys. Uh, but yeah, seriously, thank you so much for this. Uh, this is the most we've seen. Um, and I would, we would just love to see it keep going. So let's bump them numbers up. Um, helps get yeah, us out there. It absolutely does. So, uh, this one, the first one of the three is from 1000 puppies. You know, this reminds me of guys, too many puppies, too many puppies, shout out to all you Primus fans out there. Yeah. The last, uh, land party Brian had at his house before he moved out to uh, West Virginia with his wife. Um, he played, you know, he just put on a lot of music at Lincoln park. Uh, he put on a lot of stuff, right? But this one song comes on, and 
there's always a moment. There's an iconic moment where Brian always tunes out. Like he he's invested, he's competitive, and there's the there's there's always a defining moment of where Brian starts to change. And way back it was I'm getting fucked, and this time it was you gotta oh. keep bringing that up. <laughs> You're like don't bring that up anymore. But this time it was like <laughs> it was the too many puppies. He would get right in like our friend Kyle's face, like too many puppies. Yeah, yeah. like I'd be really quiet and then let my head slowly get closer and closer and then I get up to the face. I go too many puppies, too many puppies. <laughs> And it like Kyle would just first... be like, "You're an idiot," but he keep laughing and he couldn't help him. Yeah, dude, none of us could. It was it was contagious, and it played in like the first hour being there. But Brian kept it going the entire night, and then even afterward, we were we would just text too many puppies, and Brian would have that smug smile like, "Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got away with that." Uh, <clears throat> anyway, one thousand puppies. Thank you. Too many puppies. Too many puppies. Too many puppies. Okay, I'm done. Now. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> he says, "Bunch of scruffy looking nerf herder." Uh, my first Halo and best Halo is Halo 2. I'm about to make you read this, and you have to say out loud, Halo 3 is overrated in every aspect, where it's multiplayer and a mediocre campaign. That being said, I thank you guys so much, actually making me a happier person. Your guys' positivity has been a huge thing for me. New listener and planning on staying around. I love it, dude. That's that's great, okay? Because you know what? You've just given me an even better marketing tactic so guys we've told you you can say whatever you want in that five star review as long as you get five stars you can say you know uh, d's nuts uh, hit me with the sound but here's a new thing you can do put your spiciest shit hot take in there that, that me and josh yeah 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 that me and josh have to read off and guys it's free it's free way for you to get your voices out there just put like you know like something you know is gonna piss somebody off be like uh, you know, Halo 4 Sprint was the best thing the series ever did. Boom. Now we have to say it. I would love it. Or or put a hot take that you actually don't think, sh- like you think's like not a troll thing. You know, say some good shit too. But like, yeah, dude, that's great. I love it. Thank you so that's much. That's interesting. Halo 3 is overrated in every aspect where it's multiplayer in a mediocre campaign. Wow. Man, going Let's in hard on Josh. We could talk for too long if we address uh, that. You're right. But hey, 1,000 puppies. <laughs> Thank you. 1,000 uh, puppies. I think 1, that's my favorite puppies. Halo overall. You made me say that, you son of a gun. But no, thank you so much. I'm happy to know. That's okay. One of these people are going to be like, Halo 2 was shit. And I'll be like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, hey that, that, that means so much to hear about the positivity. It's one of those things we don't even think about as much. Um, I guess it just comes through organically. And I know that sounds vain to say, but really does mean a lot because we're just focused on having a good time. I'm having a blast recording this today with Brian, so it, I'm not even yeah, thinking about right I now. love this episode already. Oh, uh, me fun. too, man. Me too. It's going to be a he- heck of a thing you know to what? edit. But. We are so glad you're a new listener. Welcome. Uh, be sure and come in the Discord if you haven't already. And so glad you're going to stay around. Can't wait to have you uh, just in here normally. And Because, guys, we've said this so many times, but it is so awesome to get to know all of you guys and gals to a point where like we can't imagine this without you like you guys will come in and you'll make yourselves known whether it's through twitter discord whatever you know like and it's there's just there's always that point where it's like you know it's just like when you make a friend for the first time there's that point where it's like you don't know one another and the stars align and then you you become friends and you can't you know you know one another by name or by face or you know like anytime i think of fuck anytime i see luigi stuff i'm instantly like fucking luigi Yep. If some guy out there tries to say he's a bigger fan, I'm like, 
Shut the front fucking door, buddy. You haven't met fucking Ouija. You know, it's stuff like that. I think of Mikey Cosplay. Exactly. Yeah, so many things. Anytime I see DC stuff, it's Anthony and it's Matthew. So just, I mean, so the list goes on. But yeah, seriously, thank you. So glad you're you're a part of this now. Uh, We love having you. Uh, The next one is from uh, K. Nelson. I'm assuming that's that's Kevin. So thank you, Kevin, uh, for the review as well as the email. Patron, email, review, amazing. Yeah, all over that... That's the trifecta right there. That's the holy trinity, the the sacred trinity. So uh, put that on the big Subscribe on YouTube. <laughs> YouTube.com slash sacred.com. Uh, he says, look no further, Halo fans. If you are a Halo fan and you have not listened to this podcast yet, do yourself a favor and listen to Sacred Icon. Great content to listen to from two guys who are passionate about Halo. Best Halo podcast around. Love it, man. Heaven. Oh, wow. My goodness. Such oh, kind my. words. Dude. That's so cool to hear, damn! I mean, that's that's a huge boast. That's a that's a that's a hot take. But you know what? If it's like a hot take, like a hot sauna take, I want to get in there. What what is so there, cool to me? <laughs> I think you guys will find this interesting. What's so cool to me is I was literally at work listening to some of the other known Halo podcasts out there before we ever started Sacred Icon. Like literally, just listening to them. People, I'm not, I'm not you know, did you know? Did you guys know? Listening to them and then. Not having anything, and then you know later creating Sacred Icon, and here we are. It's just like, you know, we're among them. You know. Yeah, and even excuse me, and even getting to know some of them has been just crazy because you know it's one of those things you just don't. I don't know. You don't expect. You know, life is just life is strange in a really cool way. So I'm really we're both really blessed with this. Yeah, thank you so much. Got me. Got me. uh, You got me staggered in in self reflection in a really good way. So thank you so much, Um, and for everything. Uh, the last one we have is from Nate Campbell, 1357. It says, love this podcast. I'm a big Halo fan, and I started listening to this podcast from the first episode from 2019, and Holy I've been making crap. my way through their episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love what they discuss, and that they both have different likes and dislikes and interests in the game. I never thought I'd get into the lore of Halo since I mostly play multiplayer, but this podcast has made me really curious about it. All around great content. Keep it coming. Damn, dude, that's awesome. Anybody anybody who can make it through our first episode, I have high respect Brian for. hates that episode, guys. He hates it. Okay, I love guys, it. Let, I think we've probably talked about this at a time before on the podcast, but just, so let me make it clear to you guys. For this, this actually has two purposes, what I'm about to say. One purpose is to tell you why I hate this episode, and the other purpose is to encourage you to be a content creator if it's something you've been thinking about. Josh and I been had... thinking about you. <laughs> that was good. I like Josh and I had no clue how to do a podcast. No savviness at all. Nothing. Savvy. But what we did was we downloaded the free Anchor app that I pitched at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> and we record. This is this is literally how the first episode is recorded. Josh had his phone with a pair of head, uh, iPhone headphones in. And I had my phone on speakerphone. And we recorded our entire first two-hour episode through the Anchor app with me on speakerphone and him using headphones. So when you listen to that first episode of our podcast, the first one ever, and my voice cuts in and out, it's because I was not holding my speakerphone close enough to my mouth and I was moving it around so my voice would dip out. And then you'll hear like this brushing, like it sounds like almost like a brushing against a shirt or something. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And that's Josh's headphones brushing against his my beard. shirt or body yeah. or beard. Yeah. So... The quality of the episode to me, like the content, what we talked about, I do think was genuinely good, but the audio quality is just pretty much trash in that first episode. It's bad so to Brian. That's why I don't like it. But on the other hand, 
to give you guys some hope if you're already thinking of doing a podcast uh, one day or, or being a content creator or something like that. That's how we started, and now we have a pretty sizable following, and we're and obviously we've so upgraded to proper con. You know, we have proper hardware, and we know how to do things we didn't know how to do in the beginning. So yeah, if you want to get like that's the, that's the biggest advice Josh and I will ever give is just get started. Just hit the ground running. Get started. It doesn't matter if what you put out is shit. Preferably, it's it's Sorry. it's got something. Preferably, there's a hook there. But just hit the ground running. Like just just start. Don't try to get your your, your ducks in a row. Don't try to get the best mic. Don't try to get a. Uh, uh, this is a crazy thing I see. Okay, I see people who are on YouTube. And they have a freaking several thousand dollar PC rig, desk, mounted mic, LED lights, like setup. And they got less than a thousand subscribers. We do this on a freaking laptop, guys. Freaking laptop, okay? So don't don't buy the there's like oh, there's a term for this. I don't know how it goes. Like don't buy the don't buy Believe the, the cart hype? before you've Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Don't buy the hot dog cart before you've tried a hot dog. Maybe they're all bad. Like maybe <laughs> I go up I to it I'm like, horrible. you know what? I've never had a hot dog in here before, but I'm gonna grab the whole cart. How much yeah, does how much I, for the whole $10, thing? Ten thousand dollars, I'll buy the whole thing. Oh, no, I'll take the whole lot. Do that. Cause you know you know how much easier it is for me and Josh to invest a thousand dollars in the podcast now that we have a giant following? It's so much easier. And, and the thing is, when you do that stuff ahead of time, it sets up these expectations that you're never going to fulfill. Because if you go out and spend all this money, you tell your buddy, and I, I was guilty of this in the beginning, Josh can attest to it. You tell your buddy, oh, don't, don't, don't breathe too loud. Oh, there's something in the background making a clicking sound. <laughs> like, if you get too caught up on it, you're like, then, then what's going to happen is you're going to put so much energy, money, and time and investment into it, and then the episode's going to come out. And if you only get like ten listeners or less or something on your first list, your first uh, episode, and you get demoralized, then you're gonna feel like you want to quit, and you're gonna think that you know maybe you think your content's really quality, and maybe it is really quality, and you're gonna think, well, I gave up because people didn't come and listen. Yeah, and in some ways that's probably part of it, but in other ways part of it is you put way too much effort in your first episode. Pull up that damn speakerphone and put out a two-hour episode that sounds like shit. That's what we did, and that's where we are. So sucking that's my soapbox. Sucking at something is the first step to being kind of good yeah. at stuff. You got to accept that it's not going to go well first. And you might feel, you know, you might feel in the moment that the first couple things you put out are really good. And honestly, they're going to be. But if you stick with it, and you get a year into it, even a couple months, you're gonna look back on that, and you're gonna you're gonna cringe at how you started compared to where you are now, and how you came into a different set of, uh, kind of confidence and stuff like that. We've done that. Any other podcast we've known that we listen to uh, feels that way. Same with YouTube content creators. You go back; their first video is never on the same bar quality as it is their their current video. Close. So uh, you just have to accept that, and and just accept too that you know if you're doing it with somebody else, don't try to control how they're going to be or do stuff. Cause you know, a lot of the things that come out of it between it takes the fun are, out of it for them. It does. And the things, you, you know, just accept that there's going to be things like we have our, I guess, quote unquote, sacredisms, you know, our, our little things we do, the D's nuts, you know, the, the hit me up with the sound of, and all these other different things, the singing, you know, the it's been a while, all that kind of stuff that has just developed organically because Brian and I would just be ourselves in the show. And yeah. the more we did it and the more we saw the support, the more confident we got to, to further be ourselves. And, uh, but it, but it was a climb to get there and it's still a climb and it's always going to be, but 
you know i mean you can look back down and we, we can see a lot of the, the the steps that we've climbed at least so we're still we're still there but well, you gotta to, go ahead say to, well to give you guys an example too of like probably the i think the first argument josh and i had doing this content was we were like i don't know four or five episodes in and i could hear like josh's air come on in the background when we were doing an episode <laughs> and me and josh were like tense with each other because i would complain to him about it and josh would be like brian just like i'm not going to turn my air off so this sounds better i'm like josh it sounds it sounds terrible we got to change it it's not people aren't going to want to listen and josh like you're being ridiculous and so there's this argument back and forth well then not talking to josh off the mic i'm talking to, to my wife erica and i'm mentioning all this and erica's you know what erica's first thing she said was this, this is what I, this is what i love and hate about my wife <laughs> she is she is objective in all things. So if I'm in the right, she'll back me up forever. But if I'm in the wrong, she will throw me under the bus. Uh, well, that's the wrong way to put it. She 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 just feels that she needs to speak truth, and that's that's good. But she says to me as soon as I complain about the air coming on and stuff with Josh, she goes, "Well, if says so she says you can either keep complaining about it and maybe get him to change it, but maybe Josh gets frustrated and quits the podcast. You're not going to have a podcast at all if he's not there, are you?" I'm like. I'm like, damn. I'm like, damn. You know, it's like, it's like, you can't podcast without him, can you? I'm like, well, no. And she's like, well, you know, is, is it worth it? You, you, you can have a podcast with some air in the background, or you can have no podcast. It's like, I pick your battle. It's like, it's like, it's like, yeah. it's like, you hate. It's like you hate that she's right because it's like, and that's the thing is like, if you're starting a podcast, are you starting YouTube or whatever with with a buddy? Maybe you're in a band, or maybe you're making short films. I don't know. And you're like, oh, dude, you know, I don't like the way you stand there. I don't like the way you breathe too close to the mic. Or you're not close <laughs> enough to the mic. That's going to that's gonna make it real not fun for someone real quick. You just need to, like, worry about when you have 20,000 people watching you or listening to you, that's when you need to start worrying about, like, like if Josh and I were doing this full time and making $10,000 a month, we would probably make sure there was no... Um, there was no air sound in the back or no, we'd probably be in an official padded studio if we were making that kind of money. Like, don't worry about the little stuff before you get there, you know? But anyways, man, we've been on a soapbox. No, and I always say the last thing I want to say before I get off that soapbox is, you know, if you're doing this with somebody, accept that you're going to have creative differences. Just accept it because if you accept it, then you're going to be able to figure out how to get past it. However you guys need to in your own ways. Brian and I have, especially in the first year, it was a lot of like, we learned a lot about ourselves and we were still learning, but I will say Brian and I have become so much better friends because of that. We both learned what the other, you know, what ticks the other off, what doesn't and, and how to, you know, all these different layers. Like if, if, if Brian really wants to, you know, uh, get me, get me to do something I'm not so on board with, he knows how to get me going. I know how to get Brian going and doesn't mean it's always those stuff that stuff's always going to work. Doesn't mean that's always going to get a good conclusive uh mutual agreement type thing but accepting that that stuff's going to happen i mean we kind of learned the hard way because we didn't really we just like like brian said we just kind of threw ourselves into it we just hit the ground run and we went with it but accept that that stuff's going to happen and that's kind of again that's kind of the beauty of it because you're going to develop a better friendship and rapport with your friend you know i mean it's just i don't i don't have many other friends that i can honestly say i've ever uh gotten through things as well with or at least was able to even resolve those sorts of things you know a lot of things get brushed under the rug with friends you know and stuff like that so it's really good to to have those conversations and learn and there's so many things i never thought i wanted to do that i've done because of brian that now i'm so glad and it's helped me grow as a person and i know brian could say the same thing and that was because of doing this together so 
I mean, it's just, it's a part of the process and it's, it's fun and it's beautiful, but to get back, to get off that soapbox and just to get back to, to, to answer that, uh, Nate, thank you so much. Uh, that's awesome to know that you've been listening since the first episode of 2019. That is really cool. Well, well but Josh, I want to clarify. He said that he started there. He didn't start at that time. Sounds like he started later. My mistake. Well, anyway. Well, just to, you know. No, no, no. I got you. I got you. But no, that's awesome to hear. And hey, I hear you as someone who has mostly played in multiplayer. I mean, I did a butt ton of work for the Haruspis episodes, the retrospective on Halo 4. And I got to say, I mean, that was that was a lot of me asking questions and and fielding that stuff because Brian and Alex. See, that's what's interesting, guys, is. Uh, you heard me and Alex way more, our voices and our conversation, you heard way more than Josh's in the Haruspis retrospective, but the person who put the most time into it was actually Josh. You well, just don't you. hear it. But but yeah, I mean, but it was because, you know, those two guys are, are so much more big on the lore and stuff like that, and it was a great chance for me to to sit back and, and learn, you know, I just... There's, there's, I, I'm not gonna like. That's the, that's the good thing. I'm so happy about is Brian and I aren't, aren't very prideful people nowadays. We used to be a lot, but we're not as much nowadays. I can admit I don't know shit about the lore. I'm, I'm probably the least knowledgeable out of all of you. Uh, but, but you know, people like Brian and and you know some of the great guests that we've had and 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 you guys in the community uh, help me understand that. And same with uh, the opposite with the multiplayer and stuff for Brian and all these different. Well, ones. I say I like that you bring up pride. I was I was gonna say this before you went back to the iTunes review, but like if you're doing content creation with somebody and you're saying to yourself something like, if they don't get behind that logo, I'm done working with them, <laughs> or if they don't buy the right mic, Only I'm done working with them. Deals and if you start saying stuff like that to yourself. Take a moment and take a step back and realize that you're the problem there because quitting content creation because a logo doesn't look right or they're using the wrong mic yeah. setting, it's not right. It's, it's not the good reason. It's like I learned a while back. If you're driving and you got somebody in front of you and they're going too slow and you are pissed about it, chances are 99% of the time, the reason why that you're pissed is because you're actually in a hurry. You're in a hurry to yeah. get somewhere, and they're not moving not fast them. enough for you. Almost and it's not them did. because you, in matter of fact, you envy them because to you, they seem to have all the time in the world, whereas you don't. Yeah. So once you... <laughs> oh, lady, get off the road. I got to be somewhere. You know? Yeah. So yeah. once you look at it like that, you know, and you start to be a bit more reflective, it kind of, it'll help you grow and learn more as a person and it's definitely done that for brian and i in the best Josh, way. are we good to go in the business Ooh, it's a long <laughs> yeah well sorry guys for about all the all the advice and stuff like that but it's it's uh it's good to hear that stuff and i know you guys uh, appreciate that a lot and you guys have mentioned that in the past about in terms of the positivity and just the outlooks on life and stuff so uh that stuff means a lot too uh, that's where it transcends halo and becomes something more and uh that's some of the coolest shit uh, I've ever personally heard. So anyway, thank you, Nate, for, for writing that in because you got us both on a soapbox. So thank you for that. You extended the podcast runtime. Everyone give an applause to Nate there. Ooh. Ooh. Birthday party. Yeah. A lot of content creation in this episode. A lot <laughs> yeah. of like talk about content creation. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, um, so much. Guys, if you want to follow Josh, he is at Jurassic Joshy on Twitter. I am at Brian's Bane. And you can follow the Sacred Icon Twitter at Sacred Icon Pod. Um, guys, if you want to support us monetarily, you can do that at patreon.com slash sacred icon. We have five tiers there, and the most desirable thing we offer from Patreon, we've heard from everyone, is to have your name shouted out on the podcast. And the great thing is, our entry point tier, our $1 tier, gets you shouted out on the podcast. If you just give $1 a month, we're going to shout you out every Halo episode it's of the, the podcast. It's the vanity dollar. <laughs> yeah, it's the vanity dollar. Yeah, right? So we got a lot of people there. So if you're $1 patron, you get the shout out. You get to access to a bunch of content in the patron. If you go to the $5 Sacred Insider, 
tier, you get a blog from me and Josh each week. Um, you get to be in our sacred insider discord channel where we talk more candidly behind the scenes at the $10 sacred icon tier. You get a whole extra episode of the podcast each month that is only accessible to those patrons. And then we have our two, our two big boy tiers that we don't really plan for people to use too often, unless you're like super supportive or super fans. We really appreciate it. We have the sacred council for $25 a month. You get everything in the prior tiers plus a video blog from Josh and I each week. You also get a coupon for a free uh, sacred icon t-shirt from the store of your choosing. And you get to be uh, have the sacred council icon next to your name in the discord uh, for being such a can, big supporter. Can, and you guys, final, if you guys are uh, ahead, any artists out there, can you guys like take the white council from like fucking... The Hobbit movies and just put Brian and I in there somehow. That'd be this badass. is called the Sacred Council. I would love, I would love you so much for that. Whoever does that, continue. And then our, our last tier that we created just because we we saw that people wanted it is the Sacred Boy tier. It's fifty dollars a month. That's crazy, guys. I get it, but at the fifty, at the Sacred Boy tier, um, after two months of being a patron in the Sacred Boy tier, you can be on the podcast with Josh or I for an entire ninety minute episode. We can talk about what you want. You can see us on camera and show your face. You can not have us on camera, not show your face. We'll, we'll work around you, whatever, whatever makes you're you comfortable. comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, but that's in the Sacred Boy tier. Uh, and if you're on the, in that every two months, you can be on an episode. If you were in that tier for a year, you would have six episodes with us that year. So it's definitely something you can keep doing. We like to have people on as guests for free, but we can't have everybody who ever wants to be a guest on all the time because we, we, we're just busy. It's hard to get together. We get things planned out, but this gives people the opportunity to say, hey, I want to be a guest. I want to be a guest now. You can become a patron. You can be in there. We appreciate you guys if you are giving to the patron, but even if you're not giving to the patron, that's totally okay, and we appreciate you anyways because you're here listening. You can, you're you leaving a review on iTunes. Um, There's so many liking, different ways than just patron. To, to you're you're going to our YouTube at youtube.com slash sacred icon. You're viewing our content, like and subscribe and leaving comments. So many ways you can be supportive. Following us on Twitter. We love you guys. We super appreciate you guys for doing that. Um, if you want to ever send in a voice clip or an email, uh, or not send in an email. What am, well, yeah, well, yeah. What am I saying? Of course, send in an email. <laughs> You're or uh, send in a, a match clip for us to, to potentially commentate over, or even send a clip for us to use in a future YouTube video. You can send that to sacrediconpodcast at gmail.com. And something I often forget to mention is, we, is if you want to go to our store and see some of our merchandise stuff, that's at Etsy.com. I don't know if it's Etsy.com slash Sacred Icon, but if you just search Sacred Icon, we're on there. I know we've said it before, um, but totally can go there for that, guys. Um, Josh, I'm about ready to get into our patron shout-outs unless I forgot something. No, I don't think so, um, but I do want to give. Uh, I do want to give. I do want to give. You want to give? I do want to give. Gwib. I do want to give a special Patreon shout-out to Aaron and our buddy Kilimanjaro, a.k.a. Prayonchu, our two new mods to our discord they have been such lovable people wholesome wholesome gents always kind always nice uh i, I love these guys See, so much the, you guys won't hear it in the recording but on our end the josh's voice went auto-tuned when he said mods he's like oh, i hope it naturally <laughs> sounds like that that'd be so great uh yeah but that's the thing i didn't mention is everyone's welcome to join our discord there's a free link up at the top of our twitter if you can't find it for some reason you can message one of us you're welcome to come to the discord yeah let's and, go yeah, we'll hell and, yeah and Aaron are awesome, awesome. Super awesome. great people. So. If you guys ever have any questions, and for whatever reason Brian and I aren't on, 
let them know, reach out to them. If you ever had a problem, anything like that, any feedback, let them know. Um, we all talk with one another and stuff like that. And they're su- super great guys. Uh, real quick, Aaron, hope you're enjoying your vacation, buddy. Those pictures look amazing. And Kilimanjaro, uh, pray on you, buddy. Dude, congratulations on that food truck, dude. Insane. Was, and I yeah. know it's about to get so busy, but dude, you look so happy in that photo. And I yeah, can dude, tell it's life achievements, man. Yeah. Life achievements. So happy for both of you. Um, going into our patron shout outs, our newest patron, I'm probably going to mispronounce it, is Menendez. You sound like a Greek god. Or yeah, Menendez, uh, Menendez, 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 Menendez. I was going for that. Oh, 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 Menendez. I was just going for the same time. Oh, man. Do you know, do you know, Rock Me Amadeus? You ever heard that one, Brian? Uh, I think I've heard of them, maybe. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, Menadeus, uh, you sent in uh, uh, an Apple Pod. You left an Apple Pod review uh, recently, so thank you for not thank only you so much the for your support. Yeah, thank you not only for the review, but for the support. That means so much. Now I'm gonna do that. Oh, oh, oh Menadeus, that's you, buddy. Menadeus, Menadeus, that's gonna be stuck on my next. Hand we got our other new patron, Daruk. Daruk. What? What is gonna be our lingo for Daruk? Well, you've to think heard of, of Daruk. You've heard of The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, oh. right? Jungle Cruise wanted to be Pirates of the Caribbean so bad. I Ooh, still enjoyed it, but it wanted sucked. to be. Brian, Brian definitely didn't like it. Uh, he disliked it more than I did. But but that's, you know what? If it had The Rock in it, I bet you it would have been a lot better. See, that's what, so the truth is The Rock is actually older than The Rock. And he had he had the name The Rock first, but The Rock took and ran with it. Dwayne Johnson did. That son of a bitch. stole it. So now he had to rename himself The Rock. So... Thank you, Duruk, for your support, despite being stolen from. By The Rock. (laughs) Next we got (laughs) Shin Rebel. He's a rebel, but we love him. Thank you so much, Shin Rebel. Rebel, Rebel. Yes. Making me think of one of my favorite David Bowie songs. Thank you so much. The shit out of Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets because he thought he killed the Phoenix, but he came back from the flames. It's Irish Phoenix. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) But he came back from the flames. Ooh, that was beautiful. beautiful. Brian, what's your favorite Harry Uh, Potter movie? Chamber of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Actually. Prisoner of Azkaban That's how I know me, that, that the, Phoenix dies. And but the Philosopher's back. Stone is pretty good, too. All good. Oh, yeah, I love it. You know it. what I realized recently? People apparently complain the reason why they don't like Prisoner of Azkaban. Some some don't. is because the, the characters wear the, like street clothes in there. They don't wear the, the regular gear. And I never thought about that. I never considered that. Huh. You know, they, they don't wear yeah, the school clothes either. throughout most of that Yeah, the, the first two films, the director was going for like a British school film. Yeah, it was Chris Columbus setting. in that. And then the third yeah. one was a completely different director, although the cinematography. Yeah. Alfonso oh. or something, yeah. I think. Yep. I don't know. I think so. Uh, next we got, not the cool shark, not the dope shark, the lame shark. Dude. But he's tricking everyone because he's actually cooler than them all. I love his damn. What do you say? What did you say uh, the other day in the Discord, buddy? Brian put up a YouTube video and you were like, I'm gonna well, I'm gonna go watch it right now. You can't stop me. Don't try. He said something like that. It was so funny. Oh yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, your your profile funny. picture of the Red Ranger with it. What, what, what I'm assuming is your face, dude. I love it so much. That's that's great. That's great. moving on because Josh is feeling talkative. And I want to go through these quick. <laughs> you got... smart ass, Brian. You smart ass. You got a big <laughs> hey, smile. On everybody face. listens. Like no, no, Josh, dude, Josh. I, I I am the answer because everyone wants you to just keep going, make this podcast longer. But I'm like, we got lots of patrons. Let's get out of here. It's been a long episode, but. You know what's better than the dab? It's the dab. Everybody do the dab. Oh, the dab. the dab. He is so cool, man. Always leave Thank us you a so much. support. Thank you for one of your comments even recently on the blog. Thank you. Timberland Bear, we love you so much. You sent us so much straight fire quality Timberland stuff bear, to say this Timberland week. We bear, love you. Go to the store and buy Timberland Bears. Kevin Nelson, you're so awesome, dude. Made me feel great about that YouTube. Love the, the email. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you for that saying that. Review. that yeah. Great. Brian, Brian that, I wanted Brian to hear stuff like that so much. So Next, 
He's like Master Chief, but with more memory. It's the Demon 256. Six, the 256 megabytes. megabytes. Was um, that the, uh, the Xbox? Was that No, that wasn't the memory. That was the memory card. It was 256, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Next we got anyway, thank the you. dog. He's the dude you can count on as being a straight bro. Thank you so much for your Hell support. Hell yeah. Thank Next we got so Eric much. Milligan, who makes me think of Mulligan, that I'll pull on my dad in Madden 2003 on the PlayStation 1. I always make sure so that he loses games, his touchdown. But, you know, yeah. Absolutely. Go with that. Next we got the ever so wonderful, ever Thank so supportive, extra sweet, Natsumi. Thank you so much for being Natural here. Natural Natsumi. Always offering up we that got insight. So great. So Jared cool. Hartley, so who also went through a emo phase when he was a teenager and listens to all the same kind of music as me. Rock on forever, dude. Have that straight and black hair. I dude, it. I can't remember. Didn't he post a Pokemon shirt recently that was like straight fire? Yeah. Yeah, um, he did. That was dope. It was like Pokemon uh, Yellow? Yeah, I want to say it was Yellow. No, blue, I want to say you're right. Yellow, I don't yeah. know. I think so. But Next yeah, we got... Jared. Once you've reached the highest level in Oblivion and the level scaling gets ridiculous and pisses everyone off, the mud crabs become lurker crabs. Thank you so much, lurker crab. <laughs> Making me want to go play Oblivion. I almost bought that horse armor the other day. I've never bought it, but I'm about to, finally. Thank Next, you. it's Eminem's hit track. I'm a space bar, rocket ship, and now I spin hole. This sounds so stupid. Space, thank you so much for all your kind words. Oh, we love God. you. Appreciate you. Enjoy. Thank Next, you, space. it's... It's the not the large print, not the medium print, the ever so small print, but it's more legible than all of them. Small print TV, thank That's you so great much. Hand we appreciate you. So fantastic. Next we got Aaron, who Josh already called out as a mod. We thank you so Love much. Love you, Aaron. For Enjoy the vacation. Miss you. Next we got the man who took Brett Favre down. It's Colton Pittman. <laughs> Wow, that was really hard for you, Brian. I could tell. You were like, your mind was, was like, doing was the like, math equations Brett like Barber, Zach Galifianakis. The player or the soccer player? Oh, he's football. That's right. Oh. <laughs> uh, next we Thank got you, Chase, funny. who's always being chased by fucking Ouija. He's fucking on the run. Ouija. Chase, thank you so um, much. <laughs> Rodan, a... Community member we can't picture not having around anymore. Thank you so much for being here. And he, uh, we so appreciate awesome. your feedback so much for the, the sacred reacts. And we stuff love like you. That. That if we lot. could, we would. Butter your waffles. Butter my waffles. Thank you so much for that support. Thank you, Rodan. Thank you, Butter my waffles. Jeez. Next is the big bowl palm bear. Should have seen Brian's face when he did that. <laughs> I'm going to go to the store. I looked, like, I looked like Leonardo DiCaprio in The Wolf of Wall Street. He's like, ah! Ah! he taps the <laughs> mic or whatever. Uh, Thank you, big bowl palm bear. Next we got David Wyant. Josh's friend, Nerva, who created what the amazing icon yes! bingo card. Can we get those printed, laminated, and shipped out to patients? Yeah, someone, please, you. by all means, take a count and let us know how many of those we hit during the episode. We will love you forever. That'd be great. That'd be great. Forever. We can do a thing where, like, if they actually can connect the dots uh, through bingo and they win, we send them something. Oh, like, my gosh. Like, because like, there'll be episodes where they'll never hit it, but there'll probably be some where they do. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be cool. amazing. I would love that. Wow. Next, yeah. we got Anthony ACDC Outlaw. I hope you're enjoying the Suicide Squad. I think love he's you, liking bro. it more than Matt is at the moment. Thank yeah. you for your support. Thank yeah. you so much. I gotta watch it next, soon. Thank next, you. we got the dude who is to 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 credit to toot word toot. um to 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 to. I remember my grandma always used to tell me when I was little that fart was a cuss word. <laughs> <laughs> so she'd always be like, "You did not say that. You just tooted." You dude, did I had a neighbor who said you couldn't say "but," like even if it was in sentence like "but, but mom." I was like, "It's yeah. crazy because yeah. my grandma, while she would say that fart was a cuss word, she'd say bitching all the time, and she didn't think it. <laughs> Your was grandma would say bitching. Yeah. Yeah, what? she'd be like, quit your bitching and be like, Grandma, you oh. cussed. And she'd be like, no, it's not a cuss. I was thinking like, that in the complete opposite context. I'm thinking of like Grandma, grandma. wins bingo. And she's like, huh, bitching. <laughs> yeah, I won bingo. Bitching. Senior <laughs> discount? Bitching. Bitching. Um, At Golden Corral? Uh, to to, quote, to quote Jason Jones, though, we hate to admit it sometimes because he makes all of our content better. The Marty O'Donnell of Sacred Icon. It's Caleb Webster, everybody. Caleb Thank you Webster. so much. 
descending from that rooftop with the spider, uh, with the spider. <laughs> what happened? He's like, hey, guys. No, she's like, what's that shit you said? I don't really yeah, I say, I can't whatever. remember, Brian. What the fuck yeah. was it? Dude, seriously. <laughs> all these, uh, all the recorded shout outs for the patrons, all the music, all the tracks you see on YouTube, that's uh, Caleb Webster. Caleb he makes everything we do better. Fire. Thank you so much. Next, we got Chris Greco, Migeko, Neko, Migreco. Have you seen my Greco? Which Chris Greco? Do it one more time right now. Next is Chris Greco, Migeko, Neko. Have you seen my Greco? Chris Greco. I didn't watch that time, but I still Dude, got it. brilliant. Oh, my God. Brian nails it every single oh. time. That's a one I really hope he, one. I hope he stays a patron because I love Oh, I love thing. it, too, so much. It's Thank great. you, Chris. Next, we got Tony, who's trying to ooh, ooh, dodge those spoilers like the freaking laser pointers. Dodge and now, weave. Thank you hey, so much. That, he's so dexterous. Got that dexterity on. Matt. He's like uh, Leon at the end of Resident Evil 4. If you I was going for Resident. like Keanu Reeves and Matrix. No, that no. too. That's also better. John Wick. Next we got the CEO of the cereal manufacturer, Nicholas Terry, with his number one brand, Cody Rose. Oh, yes, Nicholas and Cody. Thank you, Brian, with that nice two for one. <laughs> Next we got the man who knew Pixels was a terrible movie, so he created his own sequel that was much better than Adam Sandler's. It's Pixel Freaks. Pixel Thank Freaks. You. I swore he said Pickles, man. I swore Brian Pickle. said Pickles. It's Pickle Freaks. No, he didn't want to be Pickle Freaks. <laughs> I love Pickles. Um, Thank you, Pixel Freaks. Uh, next, Pixel Freak. We got, there we go. I got to get it right. Not the Jack of My All bad. Grunts. Not the Queen Grunt. It's the King Grunt. Thank you so much for your support, bro. The King bro. Grunt sitting on the We love you. We appreciate you. So well um, Josh... I was trying to help my buddy build a house, and they ran out of shingles, and there was no way to keep rain and all the elements out of the house. So we went ahead and laid down Aries 0430's mustache and created a roof of its own. Thank <laughs> you so time, much. time, dude. It's, for your oh support. my God. <laughs> Josh never knows it's coming, but that mustache is effing huge. You know what? This time I thought, I started to think, I don't recognize where he's going with this. this that's got to mean the uncertainty of it is now what's helping me know it's an Aries one. <laughs> I'm leaving you hanging on the edge of your seat, Josh. Next we got Alex Diaz. Guys, I love doing Sacred Icon. Holy so shit, this is fun. fun. <laughs> I've got Alex Diaz with that dope name. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Alex. Uh, you, the man if you were a pre-order Lucas bonus, I will to... get you. I will pre-order from anywhere. Alex Diaz, bonus playable character. Absolutely. Right now. Absolutely. Yes. The man who George Lucas had to issue and apologize to publicly... Because he doesn't hate him. It's Montana Menace. Montana Menace out there with the dinosaur fossils and everything, man. Mm, man. Next, it's from the Halo 2 behind-the-scenes documentary, I Got Your Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brian. That oh, makes perfect. me want to bake potato. Thank you. Oh, that sounds amazing um, right now. Thank and you. And next we have, <laughs> much bigger than the small co-host you hear every day with me, Josh, it's Joshy Big Boy. Joshy Big Boy. The one, the only, the holy moly. That's right. Next, we got the dude with the sick AF clip ryan barca where he grappled into an invisible dude he didn't even know was there meleeed him he got on the halo waypoint amazing are you, I was just gonna say, are you telling me that's the same ryan barca that got on the spotlight prime yes the oh one that loves oh Nashville Thunder 2003 and so you know, cool. any, your, your 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 woman who you're getting married to she said yes but if she was ever contemplating not saying yes, the fact that you're on Halo Waypoint Spotlight, I guarantee you guarantee it lies down for life. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, next we got Dustin Mandre. Dustin Mandre. Dude, that name got, is fucking awesome. I it's love awesome, dude. I, lo I just love saying it. Next we got Anthony Nicolosi from Kale Qual Entertainment. No one wears a hat better than him. I swear to God. I got my Jurassic Park he one. Came I don't think because I don't look as good as Anthony in it. Anthony looks straight no. fire. I don't know like, if I sound like, like Jim like, Ross he from was, WWE. Straight he was fire. Born oh, in God. The, What's up? He was born in the in the and, she, and his mom was like, "Is it a boy or a girl?" And like, "It's a, it's a baseball cap." I don't. Know. <laughs> oh, there is a baby under there. Okay, yeah, it's a boy. Oh, that's great. He is so <laughs> funny too. At Kale Qual Entertainment, check out their stuff, guys. Great stuff. Next, we got one of our very own Sacred Boys who was on the podcast just a couple weeks ago. It's Corey Hanks. Corey love you, dude. Hanks Thank you so was much. Amazing. I love that dude. I miss him so much. He was so damn funny. 
I just, I, that, that dude is amazing. Just through Appreciate and through. you, bro. Through Next, we got Preyashu Kilimanjaro, who's a mod we mentioned earlier. Thank you so much. Hope that food truck makes $27 million in the first day. If I ever go buy to food Canada anymore, again, buddy, I'm like, where are you? You run out of food, and then they just start donating money. Like, I can't buy food from you anymore because you ran out, but donations. $27 mil. Hell right. yeah. Next, we got Brent Onimo. Dude is so supportive. Likes to be sarcastic with us. Very cool guy. I love Thank him. you so much. He's been a he, patron. He's the Isla Sorna to my Isla Nublar. I love that. Beautiful, dude. beautiful. Next, we got some protein jugs. Protein jugs you know on the fruit. I know what's going to happen. What's that? Now that there's been so much criticism over the fruit in Halo Infinite, they're going to remove the fruit oh. and replace it with a much more easily accessible whey protein jug. That's a better choice. Thank you so much. You know what? Thank I wasn't going to get on that hate train of the fruit and everything like that, but if they're going to swap it out with protein jugs, I'm all for we it. We need to start the hashtag bring whey protein. Now whey, that I realize for, it. Pray for whey. Hashtag pray for whey. <laughs> pray for whey. <laughs> That's gold. Maybe I'll put that in that when I post the episode. That's gold. Um, next, we got uh, Genesis, the genius, the man who knows it all, has been supporting us Hello for so Night long. Shifter. We got a lot of you guys in there, but Genesis, dude, I love you so much, Glenn. You're a great yes. person. I like. Next, we got Ian Big Dog Mills, who's going to be on that esports hype. Is coming, bro. Man, thank you so much. And he had that one video of his daughter getting her first kill in Halo. You love to see it. That was welcome beautiful. to the we club. We did it. We loved yeah, it. that was awesome. And last one we have, because the rest got their own special shout-outs, is KN Nick. Thank you so much for supporting us, telling us our content is quality. We love Don't you. Don't forget to like and subscribe. KN Nick, you're fantastic. Love you so much. And for all you guys who didn't hear your name here, you know, because we, we, we gave you that special recording because you're so special to us. Let, you know what, let us know what you think of that recording. We care about giving you guys content for your patronship. So if you're a $1 patron and you said, you know, guys, it was really cool that you did the recording of our voice, but I actually preferred it when you said it out of your own mouse instead let us know and we'll do that we'll, we'll we'll stop doing the recording we'll put that in we want to do what you guys want but we just thought these recordings were cool nice things yeah to caleb's uh, put Caleb some work into them and it's just so yeah. fucking cool to hear so just yeah ah. so thank you so much guys uh we loved doing this episode sacred icon is so awesome we're so excited for halo infinite we hope you enjoyed this episode of this amazing sacred icon it's podcast so much experience we love you guys and as always keep it sacred